the uh, quartet uh, from Anchorman 2. Will Ferrell, Steve Carell, Dave Koechner, Paul Rudd. Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. Rain Wilson here on the Rich Eisen podcast. How are you? Is that is that the twelfth man? Have the you un- been in that stadium? Uncanny. Your ears literally bleed. They should hand out like ear tampons. <laughs> uh, at lt underscore twenty one. Do you follow me on Twitter? Uh oh. The headsets are coming off. Let's check it you're known for your lateral movement, but don't you leave just yet. When you spoke to the commissioner, Roger the, Roger the Goods Goodell, when he comes down the hallway, everyone goes, here comes the Here goods. comes the Goods. Here comes right? the Goods. He is Vince Vaughn. How are you, Vince? i got to tell you, I did take David Wilson early in my fantasy draft. Uh-huh. Who but, else uh, is on your fantasy team? I'm in an 18-man league. We call it a man's league, Rich. And, uh... <laughs> Awesome. NFL. NFL. Completely. Cover yourself. Where's Jerry Jones? Grab the hot trophy. Grab the hot trophy. Jerry Jones did it. Houston Oilers number one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host. Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast, coming to you from the Culver City studios of NFL Media, the first week of June. I am your humble host, Rich Eisen. Lots to talk about on this program. OTAs uh, going in full force. The National Football League is throwing aside its Roman numerals just for Super Bowl 50. They're going to go with the Arabic 5-0 for the logo. So there's lots to talk about. Uh, in the NFL world, for sure. But I want to begin this show with a discussion on humanity. I want to begin this show with a discussion of uh, the course of human events, what our society is like today. What makes us all tick? What captures our fancy? And also, what makes people famous? And we have found a new path to a 15 minutes of fame. Somebody near and dear to us has shown a new path to 15 minutes of fame. And that path has an, an equation to it. And basically the equation is this. All you need for your 15 minutes of fame is a Twitter account, a dream, and a dog at 35,000 feet. In the middle of a U.S. Airways flight. And Chris Law, that's the first of many bleeps on, on this program. There's going to be a few, Rich. Which is all about dog sh- Well, the hashtag that spawned Rich was hashtag dog sh- Dog sh- Yeah. It, this is going uh... to set a record. I'm letting everybody out there know if you're driving around with your children in the car. Let him know that the bleep means poop. <laughs> right. He called the shit poo. Exactly. One of the great lines. Now, Law, this is very important because we're going to be asking you to multitask here. Yeah, this is going to be tough for me. I'm for you to on. tell a story that um, would have been exclusive if you didn't tell it to everybody <laughs> that essentially came your way in the last five or six days. If you knew how many I turned down. You'd well, be... here's the thing. And, 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 um, as I basically became your de facto publicist <laughs> in the last week. I mean, our group 
ch- uh, chain text. Yeah, was our text. Amazing. And I, I tweeted out one of the texts. Yeah, I wasn't, we wasn't have to get to. We either. have to get to also because there was a text photograph from a bachelor party of a package of Oscar Mayer bologna and Ready Whip. So we get to that <laughs> later on. We place that aside. And also let our international followers know that we're going to be promoting uh, talking World Cup. Yes, World on Cup this soccer. show because the the football that the rest of the world call outside of North America calls football uh, is about to have its major tournament with a special guest returning. The the uh, the the man himself, one of our going back to our roots on this show, predating both of my Chris's essentially. Yes. The reason why this man has over a thousand Twitter followers is based on his appearances on this show. Uh, Jason Wormser, former NFL Network producer, now Fox Soccer. Uh, is he the executive producer? Executive of Fox producer, yeah. Uh, he's, he's the worm. Got, the worm back. But the worm is—is is he technically? And we'll find out if we can call he's him. He's more an than a coordinating producer. I think and I'm sure he'll have—he'll have many takes on 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 all things National Football League, which we'll discuss too. Yes. But we got to get to this because Chris Law, you were internationally quoted. Yeah. Internationally mentioned in blogs, news reports, video reports, internationally. When, this, and they just kept coming in and in uh, by the minute from all the our from all of our followers. Yes. Like a new country. I mean, you Sweden, were. Sweden, the Netherlands. It, it was like risk. You were just going like through, <laughs> just taking everything down with, except the Ukraine. Yeah, the, the Ukraine's a little too busy to be paying attention to dog shit. This week. Yeah, dog <laughs> shit. Oh, That's man. two more. That's two more. Wow. Focus. You've got to take down time codes and tell a story here, Chris. Now, it all started last week. You were telling us on the previous podcast with Jerry Farrar and the Sklar brothers and Teddy Bridgewater, which was a, a fun show. Yeah, Absolutely. that was a great show. Um, you were telling us that you were heading out on a plane flight. Yes. Wednesday morning, departing from LAX. It's a, uh, it was a 6.25 a.m. flight. Mm-hmm. So I get up at... 415 all right we don't need to know that oh we need to know that we this do? is all in terms of the how long the day was to understand the the day become became long when it to, when, when a dog started defecating well and you had to but, make an emergency the, the, landing but, but, but hold on start start with you you you, you get on the plane yeah the, 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 well to understand the dog defecating you have to understand what the rest of the flight had already of been course through, I, that's what i'd up like until to know. that point okay. so s- because that does play into a dog needing to poop Yes. Right? That's and true. before I go all the way into this, there was some hesitation on my part as to how much to go all in on this because you never know what a person has a dog that is a service uh, dog. Certainly some readers what, of Peter King's Monday Morning Quarterback column reminded you of that well, uh, potential well, news angle. Well, look. And but then, I am, as you know, a dog rescue nut. Hudson is a service dog. Sure. He is a certified service animal who has appeared multiple times at the children's hospital here in los angeles so i have my own take on service dogs and what service dogs mean and you don't need to have a physical limp or absolutely not malady to require a dog you don't need to be blind but should hudson the dog dog. be sitting in row 27 in the middle seat next to normal passengers yes and crapping all over the place there's the (laughs) now there's the difference there's the difference Let's table this. Let's okay. get this chronologically now. Yeah. Let's so, go. Uh, flight's supposed to take off at 625. A.M. Uh, A.M. 625 Damn. in the morning. Yeah. Damn. Early flight. Um, I have really nothing to do on the back end of the day, which is good. So Full uh, flight, right? F- full flight. Um, well, it started out as a full flight. So at about, <laughs> as about, as about, at about 7 a.m., yes. uh, the captain announces that 
we have enough fuel on the on the plane to get to Philadelphia, but we don't have enough fuel on the plane if we have to circle, there's an issue, weather diverts us, so we have to wait, uh, we have to get more fuel on the plane. Fuel trucks will be here in about 25 minutes, should fill us up, we'll be good to go. So I'm thinking we're out at 7.30, already an hour delay on the Already tarmac. delayed because of weather, you need more gas. Just in case, yes. So an hour goes by. I tweet out an hour on the tarmac, just an innocent little tweet, just one hour on the tarmac at LAX already. <clears throat> so that was my first tweet to start the day. About 30 minutes later, the captain gets on the on on saying the fuel guys are having trouble getting fuel onto the plane. It won't the gate. It won't allow them to put fuel into the plane. About 10 minutes later, announces, and I look out my window and I see. Are you on the plane at this? I'm point? on the plane. Yeah, I'm, I'm in my seat. I've already been there for now about an hour and a half maybe an hour and 10 minutes at this point, I see liquid dripping off of the wing of the plane in like a large quantity in a five gallon bucket underneath catching some of it, but not all of it. <laughs> and I'm like, we're in LA. It's not de-icing. This isn't that liquid. Yeah. What, what's what, that? What is about? that? Come to realize they spilled a thousand gallons of fuel all over the tarmac, the plane, the, everything. That was the first tweet of yours that I saw yeah. was you saying that this is a because I saw it on Instagram yeah because you put it also on, I Instagram, put it on Instagram that yeah. that this is a picture of a guy it was, he had an American Airlines sort of yellow day glow vest on uh is this is a picture of a guy taking a picture of the thousand gallons of jet fuel spilled onto the tarmac here at LAX yeah and he was like that's a... the first one that I saw of you from you all day so eventually they have to clean all that up, and they finally well, they fill tell you us, up. They and... tell us can't leave until the L.A. Fire Department comes yeah. and make sure it's safe yeah, for us to, to, for to you spark up the, the engines. So, you know, I'm just thinking of uh, the scene in Con Air where, you know, Cyrus the virus, sayonara, the whole plane's going to go up. Jeez. So long story short. This is why the man also has more Twitter followers than you, Brock. <laughs> why? Because he went Con Air. I went Con Air. That's why? Yeah, he's, he's he's a little lower of a common denominator. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, come on. It's a little lower. I mean, I've said that on this show before. The LCD is lower than your LCD. I mean, he's he also has tweeted in the past about farting on airplanes. Yeah, there have been many people whoa, that whoa, thought whoa. that there uh, there's been some people who think that this whole episode that you're about to tell because there there's no question in my mind that air travel is all about karmic retribution <laughs> if you're if you are the person that doesn't give up the seat to to let couples or families sit together because the seat you're getting is a window as opposed to the aisle that you like it's coming back around it is <laughs> so, there's no doubt no doubt just saying go ahead Look. so so you're finally pushed back what time do you push back so uh, well during this two hour two and a half hour delay um, the lady mm-hmm. with her dog, who at this point I had forgotten. I first noticed the dog while I was about to board the flight. She okay. was talking to the people. I thought it was a little odd to see a full-size dog, something I'd never seen. What type of dog was this dog? Uh, I, I have no idea. I thought it, it was like a, a Labradoodle. Somebody, uh, a, a listener of this show, or it might have been Adam Carolla's show who heard me on there. Which you appeared on this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tweeted me that it's a Italian um, truffle it's, dog. It's an Italian truffle dog. The dog's name was Truffle. It's a four thousand dollar dog. Well, my mother in law is an Italian truffle dog, but that 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 that's not full size. No, you this could thing sit was, that thing on on your lap. No, this thing was big. So th- they tweeted me a photo of it, and I I looked at a couple of photos. I forget the name right now. I, I uh, I'll look it up, but okay. it looked like this. So 
during this two and a half hour period, she starts walking the dog up and down the aisles to, you know, stretch its legs, do whatever. I don't think much of it. Um, But then she stops right in front of, I'm in the exit row, so I have a lot of space. She stopped right in front of us and she had a sippy cup with it, flipped the cup upside down. This cup had a, had a drip device where the dog could then drink from it. Yeah. So she, so I just take out my phone and I snap a photo and I'm like, this flight has the the total package. package. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, This flight's the total package. Having no idea. What What's is about to come. to come our way? That's the first tweet that I saw, the picture of the dog. So finally the captain would, announces. It's called foreshadowing. Yeah. Man, holy smokes. Okay, keep going. Captain announces we're good to go. We're going to take off. What time is this now? Um, so this is about, about 8.40 is when we so finally. So you have now been sitting on the tarmac for at least, if you're boarded for 6.25 and they boarded you on time? Yeah, I, I, I boarded the plane before 6 a.m. And we were supposed to take off oh, at 6.25. Lord. So it's about 8.40, 8.45. We get up. Um, I'm, I th- I'm pretty sure I took like a little nap, woke up. Yeah. We're about 45 minutes in. Beverage service hasn't started yet. Right. So I have to get up and go to the bathroom and the lavatory right next to, right behind my seats uh, had the, you know, the red, the red, someone's in there. The two at the back of the plane, both green. I'm going to do it. I'm making the run for You're it. You're going to make the I run. I don't like the awkward standing outside of the lavatory. It's always a weird thing. Why? So, Hold on a minute. Why? I don't like, you know, I don't like standing there. Why? Because you're announcing to every, the whole plane that you have that to you have go to, number one or two? Is that what you're that, saying? That, and then if they're in there and they're doing their business, then you got to follow it. If they're in there for a long time, you know it's dangerous. I never go to the bathroom on planes. Wow. What are you talking about? I don't go. I go right before I board, and then yeah, I- but what happens if you've got jet fuel situation? I mean, you got to go. What, do you hold it? Hold it. I always- Listen, I have, and I, I don't care. This this show is <laughs> off the rails already. I have issues. I, I'm one of those guys. You, I, I gotta go. I gotta go deuce in my own spot. Oh, you you at, like to play on a home? You're home. You can't I'm, play on the road. I can't really saying. play on the road. Yeah, eh, certainly, for number two. Yeah, I'll go anywhere. What? Except for on a plane, apparently. I'll go anywhere except on a plane. What's your problem with a plane if you can... If- I, here's the thing. I like to sit on the... Win- I always sit on the window. And so, if I'm sitting... So you don't want to get people I don't want to get up, and I don't want to move. And I like to sleep on planes, so... I can't sleep on planes. I go right to sleep, and I wake up when but we I get don't there. Under- I, I, listen, I understand that when you stand outside of a, of, a, of a laboratory, that whatever's going on behind that door could lead to a... A hellacious experience yes. <laughs> if you have to immediately enter the environment that the person is vacating. Yes. Okay, I, I get that. But if you have, I mean, you know. Well, it Okay, was, so you it, don't like congregating, so you went to the back. I went to the back. I but, understand if, if it's green in the back, you go to the back. Yeah, they're, and they're both green, so I know I'm good. Even if somebody on my walk back oh, decides yeah. to, you know. So have, you, have, you ever, have you ever oh, cut I, somebody off? Have you ever done a swim move? I've cut somebody move? off for when they try and deboard the plane and jump ahead of you right. a long way. Yeah. I've stood there with both elbows on both things and been like, "Where are you going, pal? You're not getting by." I, I can't stand and you're, that. You're, person. you're burly enough to to to, to make mean, this uh, maneuver no, effective. Yeah, you know, I didn't say keep it up. You're going to lose or anything like that. I'm but, telling you, this beats this this. I never thought <laughs> that the keep it up, you're going to lose story would be topped on this program. Never. Well, I lost. All right, but let's keep so, going. Let's keep going here. So, so now you're walking to the back, and then what happened? I noticed the lady with the dog uh, about five five rows from the back of the plane. Yeah, oh god. And this is where I first realized that the dog had its own seat because the dog's in the middle seat, she's in the aisle seat. Nice. And just in the aisle right there, there's a white powder everywhere. And then oh a, my god! And then a, a white blanket. powder on a plane. So I'm, you know, I don't know that it's from the dog. I thought somebody just spilled, like a, maybe a mother who had powdered milk. I didn't know what was going on. Uh-huh. I step over it, and at the back, the cart 
the stewardess or flight attendants with the carts are just standing there because they can't push down the aisle to start beverage service because, because of, of the, the, obstruction. the obstruction. So I asked the lady, I go, what, what happened? What spilled? She goes, the dog uh, relieved the, itself. This is a flight attendant. This is the flight attendant. That, that you're asking. Yes, this is the flight attendant. Right. I said, what, what well, happened? You said, let's put it right out there right from the beginning. They were stellar. They were great. Enti- the entire time. Yeah, no, okay. they were really good. And U.S. Airways flight attendants on, on, on dog sh- flight, whatever it was. Yes, uh, 598. Rich. Dog sh- flight 598. Okay, um, they were they were spectacular. They were great. Aces, um, A plus rating for for all of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I asked. I said, "Because well, I don't believe there's any training for this sort no. of situation." And especially after a two worst and a half case hour scenario, delay. you couldn't even conjure up this scenario, right? That a dog I, I, assu- goes on the plane. Assuming by how it made international news, this has never happened before. That's this not in. First. That's not in the flight attendant handbook. No. Okay, so now... So I ask her, she says the dog relieved itself uh, in the aisle. Um, that's a powder we put down to absorb it and, cl- and take away the Was there a the smell odor. at this point? I didn't smell anything, okay. so I don't know if it was one or two. I don't know what it was the first time. I go to the bathroom, and I said to the lady, I'm like, wow, really sorry, you guys have to deal with this. Uh, you know, I, I was a bartender for years. I worked in the... Re- I, I know customer service. That's not... Something, you don't want to be cleaning up anyone else's mess, that's for sure. I walk back to my seat, don't think much of it. So you uh, had, did you have to step over? I had to step over. Both yeah. times? Both times. On the, on way, the way and on the way back. On the way back. And you went number one. I went number one. Okay. I was in and out. Yeah, I okay. was in and out. <laughs> um, Important detail. Listen, hey. so, uh, we're covering all bases here on the Rich Eisen podcast. Am I going to have a job when this is over? <laughs> once, once the boss Dude, is Dude, are you going to have a job? <laughs> You're in Oftenblotted or whatever the hell it's called in, in Holland. It's true. Um, so I go With back the to- hashtag of dog shit. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, because here's the deal. going to have a job. Let me tell you what. You know how things like people are often tweeting with the hashtag when you go on your Twitter app and you start to type in the hashtag and it completes it yes, for you? Yes, Dog shit completed for me when I went to make a tweet. Like people were tweeting about it. Oh, man. Often. Okay. So I go back to my seat. <laughs> I sit down. Um, there's a late, a girl, the girl sitting next to me, uh, we were talking. And, You're uh, in the window. I'm in, I'm in the I'm in the uh, window, but there's again no one in front of me. I have basically two rows empty. You're the I'm exit, in the exit row, right? row. Wow. so I can you know, get in and out. Yeah. And we we're talking, and this this lady was being honored that night for a charity in, in, Hart- in Hartford, Connecticut. In she had Hartford. A, she had a connection. Oh, no. So she, so she knows her she's connection. bumming. She's bumming already. She, she knows that thing that there. There's no chance. She called her parents while we were delayed, and oh, we're like, can you please write, uh, do my speech for me, and, oh, and here's oh, what man. it is, and I send it to you. So she has to send it, all this. So I sit back down, and I, you know, I said, I'm like, you're not going to believe that, that big dog that was up here that we saw earlier went to, the, went to the bathroom. So we start talking about it. Drink service comes by. Um, they offer us a free beverage, so I enjoy a beverage. Nice. About- Wait, hold on a minute. You enjoyed a beverage. What beverage? Um, I, come on. I went. I went on the. I went on the. I went. I went. I went on the rocks. What did you have on the rocks? With a splash of soda. What'd you have? Bourbon? Oh uh, uh, no, a, a vodka. You had a vodka on the rocks with a splash of soda. What time of the morning was this? Uh, this is now 10 a.m. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to figure where he's at over the time difference. Oh, yeah. you know? oh she's now ahead. He, it yeah, might yeah, be yeah, the yeah. afternoon. It wherever might have been he is. Could have been yeah. it's afternoon somewhere. Somewhere. Look, the four people in the rows ahead of me had already ordered so, booze. I figured it was okay. She had so, a glass of Chris, champagne. Chris, Chris, You don't have to explain it to Chris, us. it's okay. It's, Air, listen, airport Chris, time drinking hey, Chris, does not it's exist. Okay. You're among family. It's okay. fine. People know you're a thorough degenerate. <laughs> they know. Your wife it's knows. It's true. Okay? It's true. People who love you 
No. This is true. So let's just put it all out there. Okay. okay. Fair enough. So about 90 minutes passes since since the incident, and uh, and then about five to eight people, don't know the exact number, in a large number all start moving forward aggressively what do you mean? and angered. Coming towards the coming towards the front of the plane. You hear them coming down the aisle towards the road down, ten from from with a flight attendant in front of them and a flight attendant in the back, and we had some empty seats because some people had to get off the plane okay. during the original delay. Sure. Right. So she's reseating them. And okay. This is the same flight attendant I've been talking to the whole time. I kind of I asked her um, what what happened. You go way back to to poop number we one. We go back to to number one. She goes the dog is defecating all over the place back there. And Did people, she use the word defecating? She used the word uh, going to the bathroom okay. all over the place. Okay. And uh, and people are getting sick and throwing up from the smell. All over the place, though. That's very. Yeah. So I don't know if it started in the seat and then the lady got right. him out of the seat and then started going. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. So uh, a couple of people were mad. You could tell. A couple other people were just like in shock. I imagine the people sitting on. next to her immediately were mad. Yeah, the poor sucker on the window seat. <laughs> yeah. that can't get away or can't get out. Um, so then she's like, "We are out of material to to clean it up. We have to emergency land." We have uh, because to it's a, because it's a biohazard of waste. The flight attendant said that we can't yeah. clean it up. Now there are many times in the history of this show and the um, ten, eleven years now that I'm with NFL Network. Um, coming up, actually, this week is when I first I was uh, my my eleven year anniversary is coming up on the honeymoon. Looking at the Grand Canal of Venice is where I signed my contract and faxed it in. To the NFL Network. So ah, come you, up. I'm you internationally faxed, agreed. True. Faxed in from my hotel in my on my honeymoon from Venice. Signed and faxed the papers in. The Broncos can't do it domestically. Thankfully, there wasn't some sort of time constraint. There was no Doomerville time constraint <laughs> yeah. on it. So it's coming up on 11 years. I've always wondered, who's the guy or lady who has to tell the commissioner, you know, bad news? Who is the person that has to tell Tagliabu or Roger Goodell, hey, you know this story that has to do with – pick any idiotic story that's happened. Yeah. Anything. Anything. You know you know what's going to come on your radar screen? Uh, for instance, Des, Des Bryant um, uh, got kicked out of a, a mall commissioner because um, of his pants were falling down. <laughs> and like, Who is that person who's got to deliver this news that makes – the commissioner go from any range of a head slap to full on irate. Who's that person? We 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 probably know who that person is. We don't have to name who that person is, but there's that person. Who was the person who had to tell the pilot of this flight <laughs> that there is a dog in full on shit mode back in row twenty whatever, and we can't clean it up anymore. And people are dry heaving and gagging and complaining and upset. And who's that person? And who's the person? Who had to, the the captain, the pilot, must have been like. Could are, you imagine you the look on his me? face? Like if you, there could have been a camera in the cockpit. I know for the look on are his face. Are you kidding me? And then and then and then uh, the person who's just sitting in Kansas City uh, air traffic control. <laughs> uh, Kansas City. Uh, this is uh, dog <laughs> flight. What is it? What was it? Five ninety eight. Five ninety eight. And um, we're coming in hot. We're coming in we're very hot <laughs> and steamy. We're coming in hot and steamy, and we got to land. And you know, we've got a situation here. Yeah, 
Is there a imagine co- if you're the poor sucker that's the hazmat team in Kansas City and you know your day's so just going before, along? Before we get there, so now you have to emergency land. Yes. The cat, the pilot gets on so the horn she, and tells yeah, the whole flight. She kind, it kind of goes whisper down the alley for a little while. Not full on no, alley, full no on ma- alley whispers. Yeah, there was no major alley whispering going on. And I asked, I said, "Are we going to deboard? Do you know if we're going to deboard and get off?" And she said, "Yes." So then the the captain comes on, and the captain. He just said there's a situation in the back of the plane. Yeah, um, which would scare the crap we, out of me. Yeah, we have, I would start shit uncontrollably. <laughs> we have yeah. to. Uh, Do the have, oxygen masks come down at this point? No, no oxygen masks. Heaven forbid. Yet we uh, we have to divert to Kansas City and make an emergency. Or he didn't say emergency landing over the loudspeaker. We have to divert and make a landing in Kansas City. So, yeah, we, I mean, there's a difference between. Landing on purpose and an emergency land. I yeah, mean, right. Yeah. Although they had used the term emergency earlier, well, so I mean, it's that's what you know our our you know kids call it. I have an emergency. I got to go to the bathroom. Let's be honest. This is an emergency. <laughs> so we land. People are getting sick at damn straight. <laughs> right. We land and. It takes a good 25 minutes for anyone to board the plane. We're wondering if we're going to get off or whatever. They, they don't They don't tell us. They had told us originally we were going to get off, but we're not getting up to get off. They said everyone has to wait until Hazmat boards the plane. Hazmat turns out to be, I think this is when I tweeted out the photo. Oh, Bill of, Murray from Caddyshack <laughs> holding up the baby Ruth in the full-on Hazmat white gear. That, I was on, I'm not going to lie. Well done. I was on fire. That was well at this done. Point, you were. Well, at this point, that was well I kind of started to get into the zone with with it so i'm expecting that and it's literally five guys in normal just like mechanic wear with an orange vest on that board the plane and these poor saps so i snap a couple photos of i saw that your that was a brilliant tweet as well the <laughs> few the proud the the dog <laughs> cleaning crew great. or whatever yeah, well yeah, US Airways. That, yeah I, I mean you were on top of your game Lob. you were there's another reason why this thing went completely oh, viral absolutely so uh, so they go. It's it's a good twenty five to thirty minute cleanup. So you're still on the plane while they're cleaning still on up. The plane. They won't let you off. I don't know what the people, people are gagging and whatever. They wouldn't let you off. Yeah, they did. They let or they those co- people they off, they, or they couldn't. It, I don't know. It 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 um. So you're are you up to a gate? You're you pulled yeah, into we a pulled full up, on we, gate. We pulled into a gate. They didn't de- they didn't deboard us. Um. So they're on for thirty minutes cleaning it up. Where is the dog in so all of this? Right before now? Hazmat and the owner of yes, the dog. So before Hazmat came on. Uh, the lady is the only person that deboarded the plane. She deboarded in Kansas City with the dog. No luggage with her, no carry-on, just walked off the plane. Never to be seen again? Never back on the flight, no. And her luggage when, presumably went to Philadelphia. When she, Yeah, most likely. I think they put her on another flight after. Okay. So some other flight out of Kansas City got Truffles the dog and this lady <laughs> on it. Or the, or she took so a bus. So never to be seen again. That's no. the last time you saw the and dog it, and the and and the owner of the dog. No, when I, and again I was in row ten when she got to about row six. Slow claps. Yeah, clapping. Oh. The, whole, the whole the not whole, the whole plane. I'd say there's probably. Were you clapping? I did not clap because I was already starting to feel bad enough about live my, tweeting my, it. Live tweeting, and at this point it started to blow up well, a little. Let, let, let's get in on this right now. Because that's when you were texting us. Here's the thing. You know Susie and I are dog rescue nuts. Yeah. All right? You know that that Susie and I sometimes hold dogs in higher regard than some humans. Okay? (laughs) You're not like like us too. (laughs) All right? And and for a dog to be on a plane to begin with, if the dog's not used to being on a plane, a dog can get very nervous. Oh, yeah. And for a dog to be on a plane, you have to figure – for a 6.20 a.m. flight, 
that dog had to arrive at the airport at 5 oh, yeah, in the morning, just like everyone else. At the latest. Meaning the last time the dog had a chance to go to the bathroom had to be sometime in the 4 a.m. hour. And we assume the owner had the dog poop before getting on the plane. Now, there are times where I'm staring at Hudson, and I'm, I'm like, brother, you, you have got to go <laughs> to the bathroom. I mean, I've been out here for half an hour. I've been out here 45 minutes. Dogs are like children, where there are th- only three things a dog can, cont- can control. Same thing with ki- kids. And I'm telling you, you boys this, too, before you one day have them, if you are so blessed to have them. There's three things children can control. Eating, sleeping, going to the bathroom. That's it. Everything else we can essentially control. What they eat or what there's in front of them, what they do, when they go, to where. Everything else is like, you know, sorry, Mom, Dad, you can go F off. I'm not going to sleep. (laughs) Sorry, Mom and Dad, you put that in front of me. Guess what? I'm not eating it. Everything else, the dog's the same way. Yeah. So we're assuming that what if the dog hadn't gone to the bathroom at all, all right, and was feeling sick or ate something or something that's not – so I'm not – I don't want to blame the dog. There are no bad dogs in the world. There's just bad dog owners. owners. Tell me about this woman. Can you tell me about this woman? Well, I, I don't know much. She was in her mid mid to late forties, probably. Okay, and 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 did the dog have a vest, a service? The dog vest had on? a little collar. It was a. It was. It looked like a blue, a blue thing with a little triangle. So it was some type of indication that it was some type of. Well, service that could dog. also be like an an um, any any. Well, tag I'm, that I'm, may, I'm may pretty sure it was a service dog tag, and I think U.S. Airways issued a statement saying that it was a service dog, also. Um, Which it may very well be. When they had to in post. But most service dogs do not just, do not, I mean, I cannot remember the last time Hudson went inside the house. Yeah. Or anywhere inside. Well, most of them are I cannot remember. And we got him when he was seven months old. So, again, I don't want to, the lady's been through enough and I don't want to bag on on her. It, It. it's a, it was a, it was a, t- a tough situation, obviously. No doubt. I, I I think if if you don't have a, I understand if you you know have a, a deficiency in in seeing or if you can't you know you need a seeing eye dog for those reasons on the plane and stuff like that. If it's a service dog like Hudson who does help many young kids and yeah. serves uh, a great you know, purpose. We, we don't we Hudson's not a service dog because we need service from him. Yeah. Or our children, thank God. He's a service dog because he was Susie realized very early on that he was special and uh, another friend of ours had a dog who was trained for children's hospital and they wanted to go together. So my opinion then is so, that's the case if you're flying with Hudson, Hudson right. should be under the under the plane. Hell no. In That'll a large in a large cargo. No way. Cargo. No. Sorry. That's my that opinion. That ain't happening. <laughs> that, that, that that's, that's my take. No. But Hudson hasn't been on a plane. We haven't taken him on a plane. Well, there you go. Well, then. But he's also, just so you know, he's 11 years old. And we're, we, my wife and I are having discussions about taking him and um, on a cross-country flight and using the fact that he is a service dog, which he is, to get him on the plane above the cargo hold. Even after all this? Absolutely, because he would not go pooping in a plane. We would oh. make sure he would not. I see. I disagree. I just. I just think it's. I understand that he would not. If it's and a part, small and dog. just so you understand, a dog owner's 
and I know this is this is and this is part of the reason why this went viral. Yeah, is this discussion that we're having right now? Yeah, not not just because of the humor aspect of it, not just because of the crazy. Can you imagine a plane got diverted because a dog was pooping? It's on very a plane? funny. There's a humorous aspect to it. There's an aspect to it that ties into plane travel that we all complain about and we all go through all the crap that literally and figuratively that we thought we've had to deal with. And this is a whole new ball of wax. That's why Peter King in his Monday morning quarterback column has a travel story of the week that's popular. That's why when Albert Breer has his bete noir with uh, U.S. Airways that people tweet. We all tweet about it. We all see it all plays into it. But part of the reason why is, is this discussion that we're having right now, which is a serious discussion, a serious discussion about a service dog and what dog owners are putting a dog underneath a plane why some people won't do it dogs have gotten lost underneath planes planes that for instance just think again a plane that has to make an emergency water landing that plane that u.s airways plane that sully sullenberger landed in the hudson river if there was a dog underneath that plane or cat underneath that plane that that animal's finished finished i think most people that are arguing human life at that point is I, I, I'm, I'm not larger. saying that. Well, I'm not saying it's one or the other. Yeah. But I'm just saying is that if you put that, there's so many things that can go wrong when you hand your animal off to somebody else and they put it under a plane. And that's probably what this woman. If this service dog wasn't really a service dog, or she's using whatever, that's the mindset. And I don't blame dog owners who don't want to do that. Yeah. Now there are a lot of people who are on a plane who are allergic to dogs and are like, "Are you kidding me?" Now Labradoodle is been created essentially to be hypoallergenic animals i gotta find out what the italian dog this this thing is italian truffle dog again uh, my my mother-in-law has one you could you could fit you could fit this little dog on a lap long story short brockman's checked out of this conversation right now no, no, well, I'm, I'm looking up the dog well what uh but i mean that, that's the on? that's the mindset i don't have a problem when somebody brings a dog on a plane but i'm a dog lover and i understand what service dogs are and what they are and i and if I, somebody doesn't need to be walking with a with a with a crotch or or a stick for me to sit there and go that that's what the dog's there for my biggest issue with dogs on planes dog. i don't travel that often you know a cross-country flight here or there to go home but is the barking? I, I want to sleep on the plane because it's a five I've six never hour heard flight. A dog bark on a plane. But you bar- have? But, but yeah, sure. It's like it's like babies. I think dogs and babies should be banned from planes. Dude. But th- that's, <laughs> what is the matter with you? Well, I don't have a dog or a baby. <laughs> well, I don't that's have a true. dog or a baby. So <laughs> that's true. Hey, I tweeted the other day because on our flight to Hawaii that I went with the family on United, and I had an infant and two little boys that were just going to be bouncing off the walls for six hours. And I had car seats. I had everything. And I'm, a, I'm one of those people that when my, when my group is called, I'm on the plane. I'm not the person that goes, yeah, you know what? I got 20 more minutes. I'll let everyone board, and then I'll sneak into my uh, – no. I got to get on immediately. I'm the same I've way. I've always been that way. The first minute I can board, I'm boarding. I'm in because I just want to get situated. Certainly when I got all these kids. United's like, that's not our policy anymore to let – people with uh, small children on first i'm like really i've never heard of that before they said yeah that we 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 changed it i'm like but i got all all these kids so i tweeted out when i went uh, on a delta flight recently they announced anyone with small children or anybody with disabilities or older folks can get on first yeah i've never heard them canceling and i tweeted out like huh way to go delta because united told me that they couldn't 
And I got a torrent of people saying, you think you're so special, number one. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you think you're so special. You know, you're highfalutin. You're an honor. You're a sports guy. You, you know, you're so special. And I'm like, hey, no, I'm, I've just got kids. And if you've got kids, you know you want to get on. You want to get on, get them in, get them situated, and just not cr- – because if, if, if I got a kid with, who's with a car seat sitting in the window and the middle seat is where Susie and I are going to sit – and you're sitting in the aisle, don't you want me getting on first? Right. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I see don't these, fa- I see sit, these families with first? young children traveling, and I, I just think, what a nightmare that must be for you guys. Well, to, like, I mean, it's and that is why, kids up. The, and that is one of the many reasons why, in my mind, the greatest invention in my mind has always been air conditioning. With pizza second. <laughs> air conditioning pizza. I've always said that. What's the greatest invention of all time? Air conditioning pizza, and then you go television. I, lo- I love their second album. Okay, air conditioning and pizza. Air conditioning pizza. Okay, air conditioning pizza was, nice. was a great album. It's fantastic. Back in the seventies, I think it was Led Zeppelin. Yeah, right? I think so. So, um, I love that. One, two, three. Now, greatest invention of all time is the iPad. Just throw, play, oh my god! Play something here, on there. Here, blah, blah, blah. It's the tablet, Rich. The tablet. Oh, sorry. Sorry, the tablet. Because upper management's already so pleased with this podcast. I know. It's first 30 know. minutes. Tablet. <laughs> yeah, it's a tablet. It's a tablet, the greatest thing ever. <clears throat> well. So, okay, long story short is there are mindset, and that's why, you know, when, when you were talking to Peter King, I guess, and Peter King essentially gave you verbatim. He didn't even write a story. That's true. Well, he just printed your transcript. Well, hold on. So that that was something in and of itself, because I'm in the deep woods of west of Virginia at this point on a – on a bachelor, bachelor party. party and my service went in and out about six times on my conversation with Peter and we, we kind of picked back up and this is after I came off the river canoeing for five days or for five hours so I enjoyed a few a few um, but anyway we uh, <laughs> so we uh, we spoke and then he said he said because nothing's better whitewater river rafting and, uh, Bologna, and, and, um, and, and beverages and Good job. But, no, Peter King's calling you, right? And everyone's calling you and trying to reach out to you. But what I'm asking you is when Peter King, when you spoke with him and you said that this person didn't have a noticeable limp or anything like that, and you were called into question whether the dog was a service animal, people started blowing you up saying that there are reasons for service animals to exist on airplanes that isn't just that you can't see with the naked eye. Yeah, and I'm not naive enough to think that disabilities don't exist that aren't visible. I know all of that, and I'm well aware of all that. Is this one of those things like, oh, I have such bad anxiety like I need to have my dog with me, yeah, like yes. the, like the wink yes. wink. Someone gets a weed card in California. It's kind of more like that, and that's that's where where if it's that, I have a problem with it. If she, if she had a legitimate issue and needed she the dog, she may not have an. I'm telling you, the dog may be a legitimate service animal, and there's no way she's putting that sweet you, big old dog in a crate underneath the plane. Which, by the way, if she had done that. Would have been an extra two and a half, three hours of that dog sitting underneath because they couldn't get the gas thing right, and then all those fumes on the tarmac. Why should a, why should an animal have to smell that? I'm telling you, well, we had to smell its fumes. I so, get it. Come on, I understand. But you're 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 a human being. You can do X, Y, and Z you, with your time or figure out in your head what's happening. You know why why you're smelling what you're smelling. A dog doesn't. That is the mindset. This what that's what this woman might be, and I don't blame her. I don't blame her. What she needs to do, though, is control the dog from defecating by by making sure that the dog can defecate or having some form of 
doggy diaper yeah. something. I don't know. Or diaper. You can you can definitely do that in a way, but just some form a bag. You gotta you gotta plan for the fact that it's certainly if the dog's never been on an airplane before, which is entirely possible. I mean, there's a lot of supposition going on. I, but what I'm just trying to do is draw you a picture of that the dog being a service animal on the plane with her probably wasn't because she had some affliction that required the dog to be in the cabin with her. So that's my point. Here's where I want to find out where we differ, because you made good points about Hudson and why you would want him still on, on the flight. I tweeted out people that use their pets under the guise of service dogs who aren't maybe the worst people on earth. She <laughs> right. and Poosh just did the walk of shame. I understand traveling with the dog. You don't want it under there. It can get lost. You're worried about that. Would you take Hudson to a restaurant that doesn't allow dogs and get him in under the guise of a service dog just because you can? Because those are also... I have a problem with that, too. People that their dogs may be service dogs, but dogs aren't allowed in the restaurant, but service dogs are, and they just do it just because they want their dog there and and that kind of stuff. We did that once in um, um, the Monterey Peninsula, which is the most dog-friendly place where there's, it, you, you know, there used to be smoking and non-smoking. Sure. There's dogs and without dogs oh, wow. portions of restaurants. And we took him into a place that didn't have that split, but we had the we had the vest on him, and the waiter said, "What's your service? Your dog a service dog for?" And he had just been to Children's Hospital like the week before. Yeah, right. But he's now putting it in our face, and I told Susie from now on, if anybody does that to us, we stare the waiter or waitress or whomever directly in the face and say, he keeps me calm <laughs> and then lock eyes for longer than is comfortable. Now, the reason now, again, that whole business is that we know we're responsible dog owners and if things get out of hand, we'll deal with it and we'll, we'll be appropriate. But we, I'm explaining we agree to, you, to disagree on that. Okay. On that philosophy. Good, en- of good it, enough. Which is fair. Good enough. But, but I, I, I understand why you, would have a problem when the flight was already beyond ridiculous with the whole gas situation and you are now having to emergency land because of this animals i had nowhere to go so i wasn't but this poor girl that missed her her being honored like imagine if you're going to a wedding on the the east coast was just the cherry on top for her though (laughs) unfortunately it all was it all went downhill with the gas with the gas too but um when when did you start getting hit up with media outlets wanting to talk to you about this well yeah, because this thing went viral. I have one last question. Yeah, yeah. One of your colleagues who appeared, uh, your your dog shit, uh flight, what, what, what was it? 598. 598. 598. Okay. Um, by the way, even though I know it's 598, we'll continually ask what the flight number is. <laughs> that he said to Inside Edition, which as your de facto uh, publicist, I told you to uh, turn down. Yes. Well, I told you to turn down Inside Edition before you, before I saw your text about that. Yeah, I I told them no. I originally told them yeah they wanted me to Skype, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, look, I'm a producer. I'm behind the scenes. 
it looks bad for me going on and getting attention on camera about this. It said, if you want to use my tweets in any way. Go for it. And then what I did say, though, was I don't want my tweets misconstrued. If you want me to talk to a producer on the phone, I can tell them exactly what happened. For background information. For back, yeah, exactly. I didn't want anything. And I did want to relay the fact that I thought U.S. Airways, the, the onboard crew, handled Which the we should not, we cannot stress enough. Great. So I did speak with them. I got off the plane. When I got off the plane the second time. In Philly. In Philadelphia. I had... A text message and two voicemails from Inside Edition producers. No idea how they got my phone number. Wow. Not for me. No, yeah, obviously. And then tweets just started coming in, too. Incredible. Like Detroit Radio, right. Philadelphia Radio, KNBC or NBC. You had to send out a blanket tweet. A blanket tweet. To say, use my tweet. Yeah, I guess so pictures. many. Can you use the pictures? Can you use this? Like, look, I tweeted it. Just please, again, acknowledge that U.S. Airways handled the situation great. Good for you. But the icing on the cake of just to do all this. Hazmat deboards the plane. We go to we get ready to take off again. in Kansas City. In Kansas City, we haven't backed out or anything. Pilot gets back on and goes, due to the two and a half hour delay on the tarmac in in L.A. and our extended stay here, our lavatories are now approaching full. We can't take off with them that full. We have to now empty the lavatories on board. So now the problem is human. <laughs> yes. And that was when uh, that was your best tweet when you had the cousin Eddie. The shitters are full. <laughs> full. That was the best one <laughs> from, I mean, from Christmas Vacation. That took the cake for well, me. I didn't think you could top the Bill Murray hazmat with the baby Ruth, but you did. I was pretty pleased with the, the uh, Goonies reference too. But, Fantastic. Uh, so we land, and then I got hit up by Inside Edition. Told him originally I'd do it, then told him I wouldn't. Um, a couple other stations, and then our guy, you know, Funny or Die. A couple of the people from Funny or Die sent us some Yeah, emails. At Midnight was interested. Chris Hardwick was interested. And you weren't back in time to do it. Yeah, I couldn't get back in time. Because, you know, that show is all about, you know, tweeting live. It's, right, it's, it's, right. it's about what's happening at the moment. and so, so you could have appeared on Chris Hardwick's show, which I told you. That you have to do. You had a can. I'm like, but you couldn't because, what, you had Mets, Phillies tickets? I had Mets, Phillies tickets, yeah. My, my, and, and the final score of that game was 11 was to 11 2. 11 to 2, yeah. <laughs> you like that text. It was brutal. That was pretty funny. I mean, but you did, you were on Corolla. That was, Corolla, that was cause, awesome. Because yeah. Corolla's got his problems Corolla with service dogs with being service used dogs. by people who, right. for purposes other than service I dogs. think Corolla right. and Allison Rosen, his uh, his sidekick, right. said something along the lines of, they've never received more tweets about you have to get somebody on this incident. Like, it, people were just blowing him up because he's gone on rants before about this. So you tweeted something out yesterday about, like, way to latex the start. So they were in commercial break, right. and I, I thought the way he, 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 he said hello to me and kind of introduced me, it wasn't like, it oh, didn't, it didn't did sound you pull, like. Did you pull the, am I on? Did no, you no, pull yeah, that? He goes, you guys got me? Well, he, the first thing he, goes, he said he goes, was Chris, Corolla. He goes, Chris, and then I, I, uh, I said something, he didn't hear me. He's like, Chris, he's like, hey, you guys got me? Because I thought he was just saying hello, and he's like, are you Rich right. Eisen's producer? And I, so I still thought we weren't starting right. the interview. I'm like, yeah, I've met, we've met a but few times. But it was the interview. Times. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, Law, goes back. Law, Law retells the story of how the security here botched Corolla coming in last time. Yeah, we, oh, had, no. we had a good time with that. And you then, like text the uh, He like text And then start. we talked for, for 10 or, or so minutes. And it was fun. They, they had a good time with it. And, I mean, you know, I'm. Greatest it, podcast out there. Yeah, it was really funny. Number so, one. Good number job. one. Good job, buddy. Law gets on Corolla's podcast. Peter King's Monday morning quarterback. Countless countless blogs and newspapers around the globe. My favorite one was the, the uh, I tweeted out the uh, link to the uh, video report 
from Italy. Italy. The Italian video oh. report that used that a stock footage B-roll from Airplane. Airplane. <laughs> where this <laughs> woman got sick and they were lining up to smack her around. And Well, the German station put the hashtag dog gate yeah. on its television. Used, yes. 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 I see. I didn't. I was in the woods. I didn't see all this. Yes. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, go, just go back. This completely full circle here. Go back. Let's bring this completely. Let's end it because we've had a. a have we had an hour long? We're discussion? at uh, forty six. Okay. Forty six minutes. <laughs> all right. Um, the bachelor party that you were going out there for. Yeah. Okay. What in heaven's name could be the possible use <laughs> of Oscar Meyer baloney and ready whip? Rich. What's that about? Rich, I like my job. I like it a lot. I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. Again? I'll, That's the I'll second time just, in a week. I'll let people just go back to the to the tape, to your Twitter timeline feed. Okay. Use their imaginations. Wow. Not to mention. Now, you pit. plead the fifth, you like your job or your marriage? No, we didn't. See, we didn't have proper cooling out there, so Bologna does not go bad. That stuff okay. can stand any elements. And, sure. You know, whipped cream, you know, dairy, you need vitamin Something for, for D, muscles. Vitamin D. something. Jesus. Vitamin something. <laughs> All right. You also tweeted us a picture of moonshine, which that, was pretty good, too. Yeah. Well, like I said, this was... Uh, good for you. This was an interesting... How many more trip. followers do you have now before you, bought, you boarded dog shit flight... Um, um, five ninety eight. Five ninety eight. I I th- I think I think about eight seven to eight hundred maybe up to no no no, no 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 sir no yeah. sir dude uh, you, you were had, over a thousand you, you were well like sixty two something you can you can track he's it. got over thousand he's got over seven thousand now yeah I know yeah I had uh, I had about sixty five hundred before it and uh, and then it no it, no way you can track these things you can go to like you're you're at seventy three fifty eight now yeah. I think you were at like sixty two before I thought yeah you've gotten over a thousand followers yeah. it's it, it's gone up. They'll all defollow once they see what Susie I... Susie could not believe it. And we were just one link after another, after another, after, after they another. Just after another. They just kept coming in. They just kept coming in. not believe it. Each one of them using Chris Law's uh, Twitter, and there you are with your schmecky little avatar, with your with your reflection sunglasses, <laughs> so, so whatever the stupid. hell you're wearing in your avatar, which you haven't changed since I've known you. you got to keep it strong, man. Okay. you got to keep it strong. What is strong about that? I don't, I don't know. know. I could change it if I if I wanted to. Don't. Inside you, you Edition are, threw up a full size, are, a full size uh, photo of me. That was a little freaky. Somebody hey. did tweet me yesterday that there was a uh, an article. Uh, where was it? Anyway, they said I got Adele Dezeemed in the article. They they called me Chris McCall instead of Chris Law. <laughs> they combined the two names. And, 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 and he tweeted me what with is, it. What is your Travolta name, though? What was the it? Real, it was, was it? Uh, I forgot what it was. I don't know. I'm Reese Edgens. That I know. Something long, I think. Like Charles Long. I don't know. It could have been in our open if you used the right one. Oh. Wow. Okay. Very good story, Chris Law. Very good story. Week. Is there any football that we should discuss? I know Super Bowl 50 is going to be Super Bowl 5 because the people of – uh, San Francisco of the host committee in the, in Northern California uh, essentially said ask for it because it looks cool. The well, logo looks well, cool. Listen, if it's about branding, it should be Super Bowl Fifty Five O. But the NFL w- had it, had it before him, and and they've they dealt with other Roman numeral issues in the past. I, I remember our first Super Bowl that we did. I remember our first Super Bowl that we did was uh, Super Bowl, I think it was 37 or 38. Which one was the Patriots and, and Houston? I think that's 38. Yeah, right? So I do remember that. And Patriots-Panthers? Yeah. Actually, the worm is arriving right now. It's 38. Jason Worms is coming in, and he was here, so we should put him on the headsets 
uh, in real live time. Good to see you right here. Yeah, guest one, Chris Law. Guest one for for Jason Wormser of Fox Soccer fame. What is your official title of Fox Soccer? Uh, well, first of all, there's no more Fox Soccer. What do you mean? Because, sh- because it's now FXX, XXXX. Well, it's, this, this is interesting that this is now uh, mentioned. What is it actually now? It's F what? It's FX, FXX. It's oh, so the, you're part of FXX. No. They've taken all of our stuff. And moved it to Fox Sports One, Fox Sports Two, oh, Fox okay, Sports. Okay, I see. We're in the Fox the, the channel media. The okay. channel itself okay. became FX. So, what is your official Correct. what is your official title? Vice President of Production of something. <laughs> That's on his business card. Formerly of NFL Network, where you were a senior coordinator senior, producer. Senior producer. Senior producer. Senior producer. And, and it, so, if, do you remember when we first started in this Michigan? Yes, here? it was Michigan. Okay. And our first Super Bowl was Super Bowl 38. Eight, Panthers Patriots. Right. In uh, in Houston. Right. And the issue was the firewall uh, was so strong here, as it always has been at at, at NFL Network, that when there were subject headings of, of the Super Bowl that were being sent around, and it was Super Bowl 38, XXX, VIII, it would go to spam folders or being blocked because triple X oh, you got the referee flag was, was in was in the, as a subject heading and they had to do some sort of tweaks with the firewall or I re- do you remember that I don't, I don't they, remember that yes, exactly there was, a, there was a problem with with that as well as Super Bowl 39 the following that's year that's funny and you know and that was XXXIX Super Bowl 30 was triple X yeah so people were wondering, hey, if the if the NFL had to deal with Super Bowl Triple X, it was definitely fine. for Neil O'Donnell. Uh, Neil O'Donnell, it was definitely Triple X, right? Certainly some of the some of the some of the Pittsburgh Steeler language well as well, I mean, right? But so Super Bowl L, Super Bowl loser, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was the problem that we were having. Super Bowl L, Super Bowl large. That's a problem. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen it kept in I don't the tradition. Know, you 5-0, see the logo. Five O looks cool. Go to NFL.com. See the logo. It, it's it's great. It, there's it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Super Bowl Fifty. There's a five and a zero flanking the Lombardi Trophy. Great idea. We've talked about the you know branding and optics on the last podcast. What do you think about the whole that Minnesota got in seven New Orleans? Well, what's the big deal? I don't know. I think let's see. Let's see. People in general. New Orleans. What, 50, 50 degree temperature? Let's see. New Orleans. Hey, worm, if you build it, they will come. Oh, no doubt. I'm not. Look, same thing's happening in Miami. If Ross gets gets this thing finally fixed, you know, re, you know re, retrofitted, we'll call it. Right. The Dolphins, he's getting the Super Bowl because they want to they be in Miami. But if they're, if they're going to spend, if communities are going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to help franchises have stadiums, they're going there. There's just no, there's no yes or no. They're going. I there. think it's as simple as that. They they built it, and that's it. So what's what it was? What do you think about Ross coming out and saying that LA is going to have a team within by 2019? I mean, we've heard this for forever. I've, I've lived in Los Angeles for 18 years. It's been going on forever. It's yeah. been going on forever. It's like, and then who's going to buy the team? I mean, now well, with Sterling, I, I know. Could you imagine with with Stephen Ballmer, Steve Ballmer? Two billion dollars for the Clippers for a team that was worth valued. Forbes said seven hundred and twenty million. It's actual worth. 
Two billion dollars. I mean, That's why there's so billion. many there's so many Clipper fans in this town that are nervous. He's going to take it to Seattle. I'm like two billion dollars. You don't take it to Seattle. No. And plus the 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 NBA is not going to sell it to some guy to watch him to move watch the, the local TV. The local TV rights are up as well. So that's I mean, going to be. He has to figure. I mean, and they, and they he has to figure stadium. out how to. But if 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 the Clippers are worth two billion, oh, what geez. is an NFL team in this oh, town going to be worth? I mean, it's it's got to be all. Dodgers are two point one. Clippers are yep. too flat. Yep. What are the Lakers worth? I mean, and and all of that. What is a future NFL team going to be worth? That's the issue that I think that the it's not a a facilities issue, even though that 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 is obviously an issue here in this town. It's how much of a relocation fee is going to be extracted from the owner that moves his team here, because it's not going to be somebody who buys the team and moves it. I think it's 100% going to be an owner that currently owns a team in the National Football League and moves it. Stan Kroenke owns well, that I land mean, everybody, at Hollywood Park. I, everybody, yeah. He owns the land in between the racetrack and the now refurbished Fabulous Forum. Which is fabulous, by the way. And that's why everybody thinks that he's bought that land because in order to build – that land is going to be required to build a stadium. There. Well, the track can be the track can be knocked down. Right, it will be knocked. It's down. not even used anymore. Right, it's not the being track? used. They, they, yeah. they, they, all their dates. Well, it's are supposed at, to be uh, for affordable housing. Is that what it's supposed to be? Well, for? that's fine. I mean, if that's a part of his, right. of his, a part of his plan, sure. You know, he'll figure it out. I mean, there's no doubt a town. This town's ready for an NFL. Don't team. you think? There, it really, sure. It's no question. This no town question. is I mean, ready for an NFL team. It's just a toy for Bomber. I mean, you have that much money. He knows he overpaid, but well, for there's him, so many guys who are billionaires now that are are have just are flushing cash because everyone's putting their money on the side. Yeah, and they've got cash, and they're like, "Well, what do I want? Do I want a yacht? Do I want to own like a small?" Like Banana Republic, or do I want to own the Clippers? You know, it's it's that's basically what it is. But, now. Yeah, you don't get any fame on a yacht. These guys kind of want that. Well, they want to be seen. Want to, yeah, exactly. What do you think, why, why do you think all these people, all these uh, oligarchs in Russia, all these oil barons in the Middle East, own soccer teams and spend hundreds of millions of dollars? I mean, the guys. Well, Real Madrid's a different story because they're they're actually owned by the fans. They spent a, almost two billion dollars to get that tenth European Championship. Two billion dollars just to get the guys to come to their team for ten over ten years. That doesn't include paying the guys for ten years. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Like the Packers soccer money is crazy. It's incredible! It's incredible and absolutely incredible. And guess who pays for it, ladies and gentlemen? You and me. <laughs> you and me with these outrage with with high ticket prices right. and. You know, games that are Dodger games aren't on television because of you know. The, yeah, because that, that I can't believe it's it's been such it's a shame. Crazy. I, I would love to show because Zan, my oldest, is just beginning to get into this stuff. I'd love he would fall in love with Yasiel Puig in two seconds flat if he could see him every day. Yeah, in that regard. But um, so before we do turn to the World Cup, Copa del Mundo. Yes, um, the National Football League intrigued. What, what are you intrigued with right now? With the National Football League, worm, your New York Giants. You like their draft? Or do you think? I think they Eli's get, supposed to. That Eli is in such good shape. They they told Freeman to hit the road. I think so. That they're not concerned made, about Eli's I, ankle. I, went, I was going through the roster last night again, um, just freshening up, yes, and I'm like, for this podcast, appearance. yeah, and I'm like, wow, there's a reason why they were awful last year because their roster isn't any good, and. They've improved it. Well, they couldn't have anybody run the ball, and they couldn't have anybody block they Eli can't Manning. Block. They couldn't run the rush. And they couldn't catch it when but Eli you, was throwing it up. If you look at the defensive line, it's like, wow, does anybody scary on the defensive line to get to the quarterback besides JPP? That so that's 
that's a big concern. I mean, their starting linebackers right now, first string, are McLean from Baltimore, who was a cap casualty, Beeson and Pazinger. And I'm like, yikes. You know, we can't stop the run. You can't stop the pa- pass. The defensive backfield, the Will Allen thing hurts because it was a football. Who's the guy? Uh, it's a football. The guys who do the, the technical analysis of football is it, um, observers. Football. Outliers. Football. Outsider, outsiders. 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 Football outsiders. Yeah. yeah. They, ra- they, made, they said that Will, they rated Will Hill as the number two safety in the NFL. Yeah. Year. I mean, that's a big, that's, that's a, a big, huge that's loss. a big departure. But the there. kid likes pot. The kid likes pot more than, and this goes back to the University of Florida. Yeah, he likes seems pot like, more than. Seems like Josh Gordon has that issue too. Man. Daryl Washington. He's but there's six and a half million dollars of salary gone. Gone. So out think, of his pocket. So think about, think about like, what they were. Those are big stories, by the way, that yeah. happened in late May, early June. Yep. That's going to come home to roost yep. when training camp begins and and weeks 8, 9, 10 creep in, and suddenly you've got the next man up makes the makes the roster a little weaker. And it's always, all, you know, it, it's depth, always, too. Always, it's why this is a year-round situation in this league now, yep. man. Year-round situation. I think our, our friend of uh, ATL, uh, Hanzus, Law's buddy uh, Dan Hanzus, tweeted out, it's June 4th, and every player in the National Football League looks great. <laughs> That's the way, you know, well, I mean, everybody the, looks great right now. It, well, everybody's the working. Here's the, through three picks here's the thing. Practice, though, but remember, today. here's the thing. You know, it's funny. Uh, you have, I have a lot of work with a lot of international guys, and they're like, they're like flabbergasted. Like soccer goes almost year-round because like the World Cup – Literally, guys will have 30 days off. That's it. And that's because there's a rule from FIFA telling you that you have to have 30 days off after an international competition before you start your, your club season. Football guys play for five months. Four, four and a half. If you're a bad team like the Giants, you have four and a half months, and that's it. And people are like sitting back like, you have all this time to, re- to rehabilitate, to have surgeries, to well, rest. Well, even more now. You and can't, you can't now. get these guys in until mid, mid-April now. I don't understand. I don't understand why... They don't let the rookies come in and get drafted, or if they're picked up as street free agents, come on in, learn the system, learn the book. What, well, now, now learn, but, get on the team. But the rookies aren't drafted now until May. I know, but that, but, but why should they have to wait even longer? They should like get in there that first weekend and go. Well, here's the thing: is what's happening right now is, as you know, as you recall from your time here at this network. Uh, when we first started this thing, the OTAs and all the voluntary team activities, all of those things always had the underpinnings of mandatory. Oh, no all doubt. All the time. No the doubt. coaches would always be pissed off standing at the podium. I'm only talking about the guys who were here. That started at, at training camp. But suddenly you heard that sort of conversation happen in these on, these voluntary team activities that we started. We were the first to cover these yep. things, OTAs, yeah. at this network. Yep. Now everybody does. But we, were, we would always hear, this guy's not here. Why isn't that not guy not there? And, and it, it became ridiculous. Yeah. It became ridiculous that the players would be done at the Super Bowl in February, and suddenly they're expected to be at the facility in, in mid-March, and because that's when the off-season workout programs would begin, and if you're if you're not there working out with your teammates, then you're not all about winning. This was a way it would be in in March. We would hear that. Yep. So the pendulum had had to swing somehow. Yep. And in the collective bargaining 
that took place in that dreadful off season of 2011 for which I still wear the emotional scars that that the players association said well if this needs to be policed we're going to go the other way and we're going to come hard and fast dates and these and and not only hard and fast dates but you can't you can't approach somebody it it'd be like NCAA rules you can't approach somebody in certain facilities. You can only approach them, you know, uh, not on the field, but in in. You can say hello to them in the in in the uh, inside the building, but when they hit the grass, certain coaches can't say hello to them. Can't even say anything to them. So it, it's now gone in an, an other absurd way. There's got to be a gray area for that to happen, right? I, I think, I think now I think in the NFL, on, we have a new administration, and yeah. we're going to find out. We're going to have this discussion in the playing season this year if, some, if certain rookies aren't up to speed, or right. some guys don't look right. like they're on the same page. We, yeah. we constantly talk about quality of play all the time. We've been talking about this forever, and to me, look at the new, look at like Houston, Cleveland, any of these any of these teams that have new coaching staffs. Mm-hmm. They can't get their players. They can't talk to them. They can't give them a playbook. What do you expect? How how is it? How are they supposed to get their system? How are they supposed to get anything going? But these guys have to have some downtime. I, I'm not saying they where, shouldn't. Where, where they're not, but where they're not put in a position of being made to feel like totally they're not agree. about winning because they're not there. I totally agree. It I got totally ridiculous. Agree. I know. I'm with you. The culture got ridiculous in the league, and you're but, still hearing about it too, where some got, guys aren't at, at these uh, voluntary. But I mean, if you think team the, activities, the, the players are putting in the time, the coaches are putting in three months for them too. You know, I know they're they're with not the dra- with the draft being extended by two weeks. Those I know. guys, I mean, they're they're all people are not happy about that. that. Yeah, not no, and they're not going to turn it down. They're going to move it back, aren't they? I think that was, gonna, I, think, way, I, think, a, I think I think I think what they're going to end up doing when it all comes down to it is first week of May. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the ratings. I think, I think, I think well, the ratings were Johnny Football. Yeah, yeah that was end pure. Everyone's talking about that. It's all it was all Johnny Football. All Johnny Football. Because the other ratings over the weekend, the rest of the weekend, I walk. I, I, the draft is the only the same the draft last year. in my mind. The draft is the only NFL event. I'm including the combine in this too. That's affected by who's in it. Oh yeah. Other sports and, and have their finals, World Series or finals. The rating and interest goes up and down with who's in it. In the uh, NFL, I'm knocking on wood. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right. The, one of the greatest Super Bowls ever, most watched Super Bowls ever, had the Arizona Cardinals against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We had no natural rivalry, no nothing. And it was off the charts. And I remember some NBC people were like, I can't believe we got this matchup. The draft, however, is not immune. That's it right. does matter who's in it sure. and who's not. With those guys last year, four of the first five picks were offensive linemen that people had never heard of. I got to be honest. You take a look, and of course, that that if that's the 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 floor, Johnny Football is going to have. But that's where the roof. star power of college football trumps the no star doubt. power of college basketball now with these the one and dones. Yeah. Well, it's also too is like if you're an NBA fan, their draft is coming up in three weeks, right? Next week, and it's next June. week, end right. of June. Oh, it's at the end, end, right. end of June. It's the week. It's usually the, after uh, my birthday. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're let's say you're you're a fan of uh, the Bucks, right? You're all pumped up. You're excited. You see all these kids that they played in the NCAA tournament, or 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 if you're fortunate enough to have somebody that you like that's played two, three years to have some name recognition on right. the collegiate level, and your pick comes up, the Milwaukee Bucks have selected some polysyllabic Slovakian you've <laughs> never heard of before. You've sure. never seen play, you've never heard of, and you're going to be like, uh, Careful, all we're, right. we're very big in Slovakia. I know that. I'm, I'm, I've been to Slovenia. No, also, no. Beautiful country. 
offense to the Slovakians and certainly the polysyllabic ones. There you go. Oh, uh, you know, but of, in the of which end, there are many. In, but college football, right? Holy college crap, football man! Builds that star power, man. Boom, boom. You've seen them on Saturdays. Can they play on Thursdays, Mondays, or or or, or uh, Sundays? It, 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 there's no doubt about that. One more story I want to hit. Sure. Also, I have been told. I haven't told either of you two guys this. So I'm breaking. I'm breaking Ooh. the news here. I have been told by uh, somebody from the entertainment world in this town <laughs> who knows everybody, knows everybody. It seems like to me. This person shall remain nameless in the entertainment industry who tells me make book on Tim Tebow getting a job in the NFL as a quarterback. And it's going to happen this summer. And I'm like, no chance. And this person says, you watch. Where's he going to go? Great question. Really? Great question. I saw... This person said, and this person knows everybody, and I wouldn't be surprised if this person has heard it from Tebow, because he knows ev- this person knows everybody. Yeah, but Tebow has okay. a job. He does, <laughs> but his uh, he does at the SEC Network, I yes, believe. He does. Doesn't he have an out? I read that. I oh, read they all that. have outs. They all have outs. Yeah, he will. He will tell the the four letter network. He'll tell the worldwide leader. I'll see you. I've been told this, and and that's the beauty of this podcast. Okay. Because this is, but this is like a, this is sort of like a blog report where rumor has it, and I have no sourcing, and I'm there, no chance I'm going to say sourcing. It's just that this person knows virtually everybody. Can he can he go to either the Rams or the Browns? So when they play, the internet just breaks with Michael Salmon, Manziel, and then Tebow involved in the mix. <laughs> and we make book. That's that what would, week I, three that game that would just break. He said that this is going to happen. Just think about where he would go. What what, what fits? Yeah, and who who's, who's starving t- the know, media? Attention? Is it Tennessee? Is it um, is it someone with an established QB? So Tebow comes in to be the no, no one the Josh. I don't know where it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. He I just NFL, know that somebody CFL. who knows everybody, he's going to be on a roster. Says that Tebow is going to get a call. He'll get a call to come to camp. You're saying yes. NFL, not CFL. And, and National to Football. To play quarterback? To play quarterback. National Football League. Going to happen. Just you watch and wait. Uh, hey, now, hey. And, 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 well, there's always attrition. And uh, so if you the, remember, recently there was a fake internet report that the Raiders took him. Remember that happened like three weeks ago? Is Gary, I, is I, Gary Busey your source here? Uh, Gary Busey is not my source. <laughs> okay. and, 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 and that one I will confirm <laughs> and deny. Right. That's it. Other than that, I I am uh, my source is inviolate. All right. Other than that, I you know that the person is locked in on many circles. Wow. What do you think? I just think it's I I just I think, think it's absolutely off the charts ridiculous. It's ridiculous because he hasn't played. Now he spent that time with Dilfer, but right? he's already said he said this past week. You know I'm I'm. I'm staying in shape. I'm and everybody thinks, fits, everybody thinks, oh, Tebow's being no, completely I'm delusional. Just, I'm just thinking, like, where does it fit? Brett I, I, Favre I, is staying in shape. We just saw that last year, that story do its cycle. Well, did you see the Brett Favre, the picture during the draft? Oh, Kurt Warner. arms were gigantic. Kurt Warner. It was the Kurt Warner stuff, right? What? When the Kurt Warner? Hey. No, keep, Dilfer. Keep, Dilfer uh, keep that he, arm warm. Dude, and, dude he, out of the blue, ESPN, and I think it was just because they signed Tebow yeah. for the SEC Network, yeah. put him through a workout. 
That was last fall. I remember it was going up against game day morning, right. and I'm like, great. We'll talk about what's happening on the field right now. Right. You guys want to do use some of your pregame time to talk about uh, a guy who's not in the well, league? That's fine. But, 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 but if, if, like, where does he fit? He doesn't – I mean, Tennessee, Kansas City as a backup – Minnesota's a mess, but, but maybe. Don't you just then but you just what crush your starting quarterback if you bring that roadshow in? It's you, just you, the, right. It's just it's just a crazy roadshow. It's just what can he? I'm if just, you said as a tight end, I'd have been like, wow, no, this is doable. No, no, as a quarterback. No, no, no. Throwing it out there. I, you know so what? if I it care. happens, if really it happens, care. you'll say, son of a. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you didn't want to go for one more bleep no, on this episode? I don't know. Episode? I mean, we've got uh, – right. Well, we're going to ask who your source is so we can get tips on other things. No. No. It's going to stay put. But I'm just throwing it out there. The ultimate, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But there's so many more interesting things than him. Yeah. There's so many things to talk about. There's fascinating things going on, obviously, in New England with the Jets, with Philadelphia, Washington. They've got some guys from Philadelphia into Washington now and – Dallas is always kind of nuts, kind of crazy. I know. Sean Lee going down, too. Sean Lee going down. I mean, you've got you – know, NFC West is interesting. Everyone's always. good in that division, right? That used to be the – I mean, that was bottom feeder central at that division for so many years. There's so many great things. It is. Denver, they, are, they kind of like one more run. I can't believe you – know? I think I saw, again, also on a, a, a poll somewhere that more fans think that Denver's got a chance to go back to the Super Bowl than Seattle. I don't understand that. that. Is well, you know what? No, I, you know Their what? Defense, no, no, they signed so because much the AFC defense. isn't that good. Yeah, the that's AFC true too. Is, is take New England out of it. Take I mean, beyond New England, who's really I think consistent? Seattle is absolutely poised. Oh, no doubt, repeat. no doubt. As good as 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 well as much as any team that we've seen the, have the a quarterback. Chance to any chance they don't it's, make the playoffs? No, sure, sure they can. I, I think there is with that yeah. schedule with the Rams schedule, coming up. With that schedule, with their division they play in. I I think, think, and I'm telling you, I now think the 49ers. Hold on a minute. Seven and one at home at the worst. They go 500 on the road. They're a double-digit win team again. People, we're we're going to be sitting here week six going, scratch your head like, how did they lose a home game? How did they Because you know what? Three. Number three is going to have to no bring way. his game up. No way. I'm telling you, no way. he is going to have Number to bring just his game up I think up San Francisco in that division level. is more primed to fall off than Seattle. There's no question in my mind about that because yeah, of what's going just, on there. What's going on? I, I, said, I said it a couple months there. ago. There's weird There's stuff going on There's a lot of weird stuff there. going and, on and with co- that team. And Coach Crazy Khaki Pants? Yeah. But, and then Balky had like the best draft maybe of all of them too, though. But but Kaepernick is it's, still, way, it's still way, a bulky, question mark. It's, it's Balky. I'm oh, telling you. Bal- Bal- I think Balky was in uh, was was uh, was in the sitcom uh, Perfect Strangers. Yeah. All I know is that Balky. team's going up and down. Well, it's common denominator. team's going up and down. Teams going up and down in the NFL. It's all about your quarterback. If your quarterback right. is protected and healthy and ha- it, it is functional and good, you're going to be consistent. But Flacco was garbage last year. Ben was bad last year. Eli was garbage last year. Ben was year. hot, red hot in last last four six weeks. weeks. But that he first, was great. That but although the first leading up, leading, leading up to London, leading up to London. Oh, oh no, hard. they were horrible. Hard. So it's it's. Right, and look at the Rams. They're a team kind of on the they're precipice right of on making, the edge. but that they defense, have, but they have the quarterback question that, marks. That that defense, man, man, that they got the they got the, the big nose tackle in there or the, the defensive tackle. What in do there you think about Kenny Britt? You hear what Fisher said today yeah, about Fisher Kenny Britt? Saying again, impressed with what Kenny Britt looks like. I'm like Kenny Britt's with the Rams. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I had no idea either. We got we got John. We have Fells. 
Gmail got Fells from, uh, from, from the Rams. Who, every time I looked up, hey, Fells just scored a touchdown. Well, it's the, like, Rams, the Rams have been completely remade uh, except for their quarterback, and that has been the, uh, that's the, big, that's be the conundrum about the uh, St. Louis Rams. Very exciting. You're absolutely right. There's so many different storylines from, yeah. from, 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 from soup to nuts. Gronk on whose line is it anyway? I mean, you got all that stuff that's going on in the National Football League right now. Did I miss something? Is, is, that, is that for real? Yes. Oh, that's for real. Oh, oh, yeah. what, week, what week is Johnny Football starting? One. One. You think he's going to start one? One. Dude. <laughs> I mean, you don't draft the guy to sit the bench. Dude. Don't, don't, don't tell it to Jeff Fisher. He drafted two quarterbacks. They both sat. Yeah. Both. Well, different world. All right. Man. Okay. Different world. Not Cleveland. Different world. Not no where question. They're I like, not, by the way, by the way, week one. Week one. I like him. Week, I, I like Johnny Football. Week one, J, like JFF at Heinz Field. That's the first week one. Johnny Football at Heinz Field. Yeah, how about that? Kick it all be good. off, He's going to win. It's going to be good. He's going to win. Oh, please. Browns are going to win week one at Dude, Pittsburgh. I, I, Browns are must-see television. Is Josh, <laughs> does Josh Gordon. Think about bad helmet is must-see television. No how is bad helmet must-see television? Think about that. Put that in your skull and spit it around. Damn Star straight. power. Damn one straight. guy. Damn straight. Well, Damn straight it is. I just, yeah, I just hope that... He's gifted. He throws a great ball. I hope they he's let him great, run. I hope they turn he's him a loose. Great, he's a great leader. I watched every one of his games at AM. And he does stuff that's special, but he's just got to stay upright. I don't know how he's going to stay upright. Is he throwing to Josh Gordon? He has one? By the way, no. His feet. I don't think so either. He has like size 20 feet. He's like Bob Lanier's yeah, shoe size. size. He's got a huge hands, too. Yeah. He's he's a freak. Yeah, and a he's huge not that, hands, and, huge and he's feet, not tall. Six and a feet tall. huge <laughs> presence on TMZ. <laughs> hey now, hey now, yes. Okay, uh, let's get to this uh, uh, World Cupness here. Copa de Mundial. It's that the twentieth. Copa de Mundial. Uh, June the twelfth starts a week from Thursday. What? Uh, so I am Brazil v Croatia, also known as tablecloth. Croatia is a tablecloth because their their uniform, their home uniform, is the red and white check. Is the red and white check, and it looks like an, like you're a tablecloth at an Italian restaurant. Okay, yeah. so uh, I'm completely blank slate. Okay, yeah, me too. Okay, sure, blank slate. Okay, um, what am I looking for? Is this is this a Spanish Inquisition when it all uh, comes down to it's it? It's going to come down. There's there's a couple of elements that make this tournament different than say South Africa. The biggest one is the weather. Not the kazoos? Not the kazoos. A vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. No kazoos. There's going to be samba, drums, and all that, but there won't be that. No, it'll be a nice, it'll be a nice rhythm. It's going to be hot. In, in the south, it's going to be temperate. It's going to be all right. In the northern cities, and there's four, there's about six northern cities, of which the U.S. plays all three of their matches in, by the way. Okay. It is going, they're playing in the jungle. They're literally playing in the Amazon. No they kidding. built a stadium, 40,000 seat stadium. With a town in a town that has no team, no soccer team, no professional organization at all, and now and now no uh, indigenous creatures that uh, there are going to be like could could have extracted a, a cure for cancer. Like, basically, they took out the rainforest. They basically took out the rainforest. They had to build this. They had to <laughs> use. Survey? Here's the, way, the story. I'm just I'm just uh, that was the most liberal thing I could have said. No, to you right here's there. the thing. They could have did. They could have done this. <laughs> they actually had to go up the Amazon and bring the materials to build the stadium via boat. Up the Amazon to Manaus. That's how ridiculous it is for four matches. Four matches. That's it. Is this just going to stay vacant when it's done? Yeah, then? Like, it's going to be like a red. Uh, there was there was about. Well, hopefully, it can house South people. Africa. Half of the stadiums are are, are white elephants. Oh, oh that's awful. Yeah. So 
Um, it's it, it, the, wait the, till you see what they're going to do in Cutter. It's wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's focus on the soccer here. Okay, so so um, of the football. So that's the, the weather's okay. a big factor for the New European sides. Okay. Okay. No European teams ever gone to South played in the, in the World Cup in South America, and won. Okay. When was the last time in South America? It was 1978. Was Argentina? Argentina played uh, Holland in the final, which was a fantastic game. That doesn't mean anything to me, that, that random okay. stat. Okay. But the heat and humidity, last year they played this thing called the Confederations Cup. Mm-hmm. It's a warm-up tournament. So Spain played Italy. Uh, of all teams, uh, uh, they, the guys from – they, they had one other crazy uh, – Japan in there as well. Mm-hmm. And Uruguay and uh, Brazil and Tahiti played. Okay, Tahiti. And what happened was, towards the end of the tournament, yes. Spain played Brazil in the final, and Brazil whacked them. I mean, they just—it was no game because they were worn out. Mm-hmm. They were completely worn out. I think those two teams have an opportunity because they've been through it. Now can say, all right, now I know how to prepare our team physically, mentally for three weeks or four weeks in in very difficult conditions. Um, but this is a star-driven tournament. Ronaldo plays for Portugal. His foot's a little banged up. He's been banged up for the last two months. You're talking about the, one of the great players in the world. Mm-hmm. One, one will be one of the all-time greats. Uh, Messi for for uh, Argentina. Right. Fantastic, uh, diminutive guy, five foot six. Xavi. Xavi is the. Xavi is kind of the is the is. Is the, he too old now? Is no, he is he in no, the back he's end? He's a master. He's a I, master. He's he is my favorite. Player to watch. They are so loaded. Spain is so, so loaded. loaded. Right. Their team. Their their guys who got cut. If they they got six field players got cut yeah. for their thirty yeah. for, for their final roster. Those six guys played for the U.S. They first of all they could play for most any team. Mm-hmm. But if those six guys came over and played to the for the, for the U.S., mm-hmm. we would be second favorites to come out of the group. Does anything like that? that happen that's how good they are in soccer, like in the Olympics, where people defect to another country to make the Olympic team? Does that happen in you soccer? You sort of well, mean like soccer. sort of like uh, using a service dog when they're not really a service dog? <laughs> Similar? Yeah. Similar? Is that an apple yeah. and an orange? There or are there two apple apples? There are, there are dual... You are like, there's well, a lot of dual citizenship stuff that goes on. Yeah. The U.S. is obviously a big one because yeah. they've got a lot of the German hey, guys. Javi has a, a, a grandmother from Brooklyn. Like me, right? Probably. Suddenly? Probably. Can we, can we, can we so find that's out? That's what you, is this like a Daniel Monte situation? You, you, get like one, you get one chance to, to you, you claim your, your, like the kid from, from uh, Germany, yeah. the 18-year-old. You get one chance to claim what you are? You get one time. You get one chance. You, you, can't, one. you can't just have an epiphany years later and say, wait a minute. I'm... If you've not played for that country, uh-huh. you can switch. Huh. So that's okay. so because Diego Costa is a great player, striker, play for. So you're saying if the six players that Spain cut mm-hmm. played for the USA, we're still not better than Germany. Probably, probably man for man, no. In a one-off match, we'd have a hell of a game against them. Oh, we'd have a great chance against them. So we're in Group G. Yep, Group that, G. That's the group of group of death. It's one of the two death. groups of death. Yes. Boy, these these uh these. I, I, international football people are very dramatic. They well, are. Let's just get the down group to it. Of, the group of death. What, what There's is multiple groups because England's in a group of death as well in Group D. Well, England's England, got England, Uruguay, I, I, England, England, Italy, and uh, and Costa Rica. What is the U.S.'s chances? I've of coming been out by of Group G. Well, before we get that, yeah. I've I've been in in uh, I've been in London for a couple of World Cups. It's pretty good. Oh, it's great. It's great. But yeah. watching yeah, and and just the people, it, the people, England fans of England. 
are similar to Jet fans. They're just wait. <laughs> they're waiting for the trap door to open. Yeah, that's true. They're just waiting. They know it's coming. Yep. This may be the greatest. This could they they could have the greatest memories of the all court. time. They, this could be their year. It could be their year. But the minute they think it's their year, something's going to happen. Trap door is going to open, and it's all ruined. I, I'm like I'm watching a couple of matches with 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 Brits. Sitting there in London, watching England, and I'm like, this reminds me of something. The way they're acting, the way they're talking, the way they're they're expecting the worst. What does this remind me of? I'm like, oh, yes, my childhood. <laughs> I've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? There was a guy on the radio today, because they're, they're, they're playing right now, as we speak. <laughs> they're playing right now in Miami. Okay. It's a warm-up game. They got a guy on the phone, because I listened to the, the sports talk show over there that's very popular every, every morning. Guy calls up. He goes, "What's the trap door this year for us?" Yeah. Last right? time, last time, literally a goal was stolen from them oh, against Germany. Yes. The ball was three feet over the line. I know. And he missed it. He Dreadful. goes, "What? What is it now?" And I, you know, they think. It's oh, I remember be, that. They think it's going to be a player or two going like, to get, get red cards and all that. I mean, they're they're all the all the pundits, all the people over there. It's it's quarterfinals. See ya. Quarterfinals. Thanks very much for playing. Goodbye. They're, that's what they're expecting. That's, the, that's what their hope is. Get to the quarterfinals. Play Spain, goodbye. Because they would end up playing Spain in the quarterfinals. Okay. According so, to my... So now let's get to uh, Brockman's question. Yes. The United States, yes. which uh, raised some eyebrows, uh, Coach Klinsman... With no Landon Donovan. ...said to Landon Donovan, uh, that's it. Yep. You're out. Yep. Which created a, a big hullabaloo. Correct. Uh, between that it was beyond disrespectful or, or um, was the wrong call or... Trust in Klinsman. He knows his squad, and 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 it's you can. It's sort of like Belichick. It was rough for Bill to get rid of Kozar. Here's the analogy. Well, here's not. Let's let's take a step back. The current NFL. And we won't do it. We won't, I won't do a football analogy, but we'll do this. Landon Donovan has mm-hmm. more goals in the World Cup than Ronaldo, Wayne Rooney, and Messi put together. That's all you need to know. That's why. The Rob Stones of the world, mm-hmm. me, other American weirdos who like soccer and who follow it closer, saying, "That's what can this guy help you for twenty minutes? We're zero zero one nothing down, two one down to Ghana. We have got to win or draw that game. Who is coming off the bench in the last twenty minutes when it's when it, everyone is dead tired to give him pace punch? Who can make the one play to score right. the goal? Who's the guy? Is it?" We're like literally, we're trusting it to a guy named Mix. Mix Discarude. lovely guy, talented player, but you're talking about eighteen. You know, you're talking about fourteen years of service from a guy mm-hmm. who knows how to get it done in those crucial moments to get the one play. So done. you disagree with that? Completely disagree. He is not. He there are not twenty three players better than Landon Donovan, and there's no one. So who's, then, what's it about? It's personal. It's clearly personal. There's no doubt. This goes back. He. He brought him in mm-hmm. when he was coach at Bayern Munich back in 2009, and it didn't work out. It just did not work out. He couldn't make the team. It didn't, it was, trust me, it didn't work out for Jurgen either. Jürgen, he got he got the yeah, kibosh yeah. quickly there, and that was his club, one of his clubs, um, when he played in Germany, and it just didn't work out. I think that that in his head, mm. plus Landon when he had a chance to go back over to Everton, where he's played a couple times with Tim Howard, yeah, and. Huge fan favorite. People love him. Was really good for him. 
we'd go over there on loans for like six, eight games, light it up, score goals, set up goals, defend, just just controls the game. Just a great player. He didn't take the opportunity to go back over. And I think that's in the back of his mind. Like, why would he not go for the best competition, most popular league in the world, mm -hmm. for one or two years? He's comfortable here in L.A. He's making a lot of money because mm -hmm. there's three guys in every team that get to make a lot of money yeah. beyond the cap. And it's like, you know, he's... So you, you don't agree with it. I and don't agree with do it. Do we get... I, I texted That's you... That's my biggest worry. I texted you and give your answer. Do, does the United States get out of Group G? Um, I... For the... Germany, Portugal, Ghana, and the United States my, of America. The, I will do it very simply. It's all on the Ghana game. If they win, they'll have a 50-50 chance. If they lose... If they draw the game, 1-1, nil, nil, whatever, they have about a 1-4 chance. Because they still have a point. So you're saying they're, they're not beating Germany or Portugal? I'm not saying that. I'm talking about chances after Ghana. Ghana. Well, because they got if they lose to Ghana, no chance. Because you're, you have to factor in the other teams playing each other. Right. Like, we need Germany and Portugal to draw. We've got to get... We need them to draw. Someone, someone draw. Now everyone's on one. Right? Yeah, hey, we draw, they draw. Then it's us against Port Portugal in the jungle. Let's go. We got to... You know, it's it's... All you want is a chance in the last game. But our problem is we're not playing Algeria in the last game. We're playing Germany in the last game. I would have much rather played Germany the first game. Right. Get it out of the way. They may be rusty. They've got huge injury problems in the team. They're unbelievably talented. But they've got injury issues. And they have, they're playing in a kind of a funky system with only one guy up front, one striker up front. But... And, Germany. And really here's the problem. We, we need listeners to tweet us Worm's credibility and all this. Because he could just be saying, we don't know no, anything dude, here. We're dude, three. Dude, I, dude, I know Worm knows you. what he's talking how about. How dare you? But it's, how it's, he could be just you. playing a game with no, us right it's, now. No, but if they, if they don't win, they we have no nothing. chance. But, but they don't have any chance. Brazil is... Uh, Odds on fair. Hold on a minute. Brazil is is one hour east of the Eastern Time Zone? That's in, in most... In most time, most so, cities. So, yes. so if you're, for those living on the East Coast, it could be... Uh, the the match kick kicks off the kicks minute, off. Uh, the, in, top of in, the hour. at the top of the hour in yeah. the time zone the, it will uh, be, of, of your, what's on your so it's seven o'clock eight o'clock east the games the U S games are at six o'clock six o'clock in the east Portugal uh, so we're afternoon Ghana's Ghana six o'clock okay Portugal six o'clock and the last game is at noon against Germany so Brazil is the is the favorite to win in its own country has a host yes. country won before yes oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah they have now the host country has a won since nineteen ninety eight that was France. Uh, in South America, the last time the tournament was in South America, Argentina won. Okay. They were the host team in 1978. Now, does, do the Italians have a chance, since obviously the Pope is from this neck of the woods? Can the Italians go into the Pope's neck of the woods the and win? the Pope is Argentinian. Uh-huh. I know, but it's and this a, neck and of the a woods. big fan of this, this team. Oh, I know, it's San Lorenzo. But South America. Oh, the... Uh, I mean, when was it, it's been a long time since the World Cup was in South America. Yes. South American has never been a Pope. Correct. This is the first pope, and he's from Argentina. I know. So don't you think? So you and, think Argentina? Messi, Messi went to the Vatican with a plant. He gave the the pope a plant. Okay, and he and, blessed he blessed Messi, and I think that and the Argentina and the plant. I imagine and the plant. Argentina. What was the plant? It was, the plant? it was it was it was a nice. It was just a, as a geranium. It was, it was kind you? of a. It, was it wasn't about, a chia pet, was it? No, you can't it give was, the pope a chia pet. No, it was. I like might a, go chia pet. Rich. It was kind of like a, in a fern family. It's in a fern family. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so Argentina has quite possibly the most exciting attacking group of any of the teams. They are unbelievably loaded up front. 
Well, group they're in Group F, which is literally all over the map. Argentina, Nigeria, Bosnia and Herzegovina, yep. and Iran. And Iran. Bosnia has got a night, first time ever mm-hmm. in the World Cup. Yeah. There's a tremendous, uh, tremendous piece ESPN, the magazine. Uh, did, did on that? Did on, on Abisevic, who's one of their players, lost half his family during the Well, during speaking the of fighting gr- great pieces, the worldwide leader did. Our, our friend uh, Shappy, Jeremy Shapp, oh. turned the whole cutter um, issue it's, inside it, out, upside it, down, I, it right impor- on its head. It was important that a piece like that got out here in the United States. That is things that we have known in the soccer world. What's going on? What we, oh, it's, 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 it's dreadful. bad. It's dreadful. really bad. Positively dreadful. Yeah, it's really bad. All and right. how they got it, and, and now there's the whole thing about... Right. Are they, they going to lose it, you think? Um, I think what's going to happen, because it's so corrupt, here's how it works. They've hired this American um, named Garcia, who worked in the, in the Bush administration as a, mm-hmm. as a big lawyer, was in the Southern District of New York, which is the big, you know, where the, where the U.S. government goes to knock people out. Yeah. Um, southern, the Southern District, southern of, New District of New York. Otherwise, for, uh, for you, to Chris Law, where uh, law and order takes place. Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So, so he, Michael Garcia, has been hired by FIFA yes. to be this independent, transparent mm. guy yeah. who's going to investigate everything that's been going on. Match fixing. Because that is another thing. There's a whole match fixing thing that's going on. I've read, but there was a whole thing in uh, in the the London Times, Times. and then the London Times unearthed all of the, all of the all the uh, the former head of the uh, the of the Asian Football Association. Yes, who wanted who wanted who wanted Blatter's gig? Yeah, who wanted everyone? Who wanted uh, it was? Yeah, oh, that's right. The New York Times was match fixing. The London Times was. Was, was the world the bribery, bribery yes. fixing? So here's how it's going to happen. This is my opinion. This is great just stuff. Man. A prediction. Well, just a prediction how it's going to work. Give out. me a prediction on how that's going to work out and who wins this World okay. Cup. Prediction on how it's going to end up with the, with the with the with the, the, the 20, 2022, 2022 World Cup. Eight years from now. Sepp Blatter. Great since, name, by the way. Since he hired the guy, mm-hmm. he will be somehow he will be promoted in, in his own little <laughs> bubble. Nothing will happen Nothing to, to him. him. No. Promoted, he'll be he'll be president. He'll be El Presidente again. He's going to get next week. Is the is, is the, the Congress? Vote. Is yeah, the vote. yeah. Because the people who he'll are, be insulated. Quoted, the people who are going for his gig were the ones who got nailed in the New York Times and the London Times pieces. Partially, but there's really no. Well, the one in the London Times piece already been banned for life. If right. I read correctly. Well, I think the only guy who's going to go after him would be Platini. Yes, and Platini is a part of the whole mess because apparently his sons and his son-in-law got kickbacks and monies and this and that. There's only one it's, person who can fix this, and that's Tim Tebow. It is. It is Get it, Tebow involved. Maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't Amer. It was an American football. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. It was international football that my friend told me he's going to get the gig. Maybe that's what it is. So give me your prediction. Give me your prediction. Is in 2022 oh, the World I, Cup my, is my, where the the 2020. World 2022 World Cup and even 18 mm-hmm. might be up. That's for Russia too, right? That's Russia for full on revotes. There will be, I think there will be a revote. Where it's going to be, I don't know. Wow. We should get it because we have all the stadiums. The problem is, is that FIFA gets a little bit of money, little bit of, a little bit what of. A Did you just do the Johnny Football? You right now? The Johnny football. You're doing the Johnny Football of the construction. Yeah, they wet their the beak. S- they wet their beak a little bit. They wet their beak a little bit. That's right. my thing. And then who wins this World Cup? Uh, it, over, I mean, it's got to be Brazil. Brazil? I, ha- I have Brazil and Argentina in the final. Who's your dark horse? If there was a team that. What about Italy? They have my favorite player, Balotelli. Uh, Italy will. 
I have Italy. I have Italy not going into the not getting out of the group stage for the second straight tournament. Wow. I'll be. Uh, I have Uruguay. I have England winning that group and Uruguay finishing second. How about that? Okay. But I will say this. And you the have the US, have a, You have the U.S. not getting out, right? Um. Come on, seriously. <laughs> you don't have them getting out because that means either no, Portugal or Germany don't get right. out. Well, I mean, Portugal's Portugal dicey. Here's the, dicey? Portugal is dicey because they don't have the people around Ronaldo like people around Messi. Argentina, the people around Messi have a much better, much better than the people that they have around Ronaldo. And I'm Portugal. excited for this. It's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating. Who's got the coolest name on Brazil? Because they're always with the one names like Hulk oh, and Fred, Kaká, Fred, and Fred. Listen, there's one there's one Jefferson. name. There's only one name or, in this World Cup, and we know the name, and it's Gus. It's Gus. Love Gus. It's Gus. Well, it's Gus. Starting next year's World, Women's World Cup, they can see exclusively on Fox. But, but we're not going to get any. We're not going to get any Gus, even just calling games just for for fun in his own house, and then putting it online. No, we've been. You know, we've been. We won't be doing that. No, I mean he's he's calls enough. He calls enough games. I know. I'm, it has, I, it has as you know, Ian, oh. Ian Dark's my favorite. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's really great. He really is. So I'm going to soak this one in because you get the next one, right? We get the next. Uh, we get we get all the, the FIFA stuff starting from 2015, the Women's World okay. Cup, Vancouver, Canada. Are you going to go? Am I going to go where? To Brazil? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does that answer your question? No. Just no, be I, careful I, wherever, because that'll be a long flight to have a service. No, I'm actually on. I'm actually dealing with golf. Oh. Because we have something called you the got U- the U.S. Open. Yeah, but we, oh, it's our we, it's a transitional year. Yeah, Pinehurst number two, right? Yeah, so we you don't, don't have it this year. No, no, get this next is NBC's year. last year. We get it next year. Joseph, Joseph in the booth in the eighteen, man, I love it. I love it. I love him, and I love it. I love it. Joe Buck and uh, yeah. Greg, Greg Norman. Oh. Greg Norman. Wow, didn't even didn't Joe Buck is going to be the Joe voice of the U.S. Voice. Open golf for and, quite and Greg, some time. And Greg Norman, Norman Hammond, and Greg Norman would be great. That's going to be weird. So not, we're going to we're going to do some stuff for Fox. Imagine Joe Buck has been with Aikman. McCarver and now Norman. It's going to be great. I think people are going to be really, really going to be, they're really going to like it. That's Seriously. Great. Well, uh, so you say Brazil wins and the dark I, horse I would say, be who? Uh, the dark horse. God, I've got so many dark horses. <sighs> but to pick one. So exciting. One guy, one team that might, there's something, and I don't have him going through, going far, but man, the, the Ivory Coast has got the best Player in the Premier League, Yaya Toure. They've got this fantastic Divoire. They, 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 we're waiting for the African team to break through to the semifinals. They have the best opportunity to do it with their draw, with the team they have. Didier Drogba, even though he's 50 years old or whatever, just scores goals. They have such great talent. If they could just get off away from themselves and just kind of just play, right. They're not in a hard group. They're in a, they're in a pretty manageable group there. Is it the group of life? That is the group of life. Because <laughs> the last two times they played What's in the group the of death. Life? I mean, what is the opposite of the group of death? Easy. Easy groups, like Brazil's group. Like Brazil. Brazil group, of, group of cake? That would be the group of cake. Group Brazil, of cake. I'd they, like to be in that group right now. Group. Brazil's group is a layup. So Mexico. They are going to destroy not, everybody in that group. But keep an, eye on, keep an eye on this. Their second round, their, their round of 16 and quarterfinal matches might be the toughest road of any team. Brazil will have it easy there. They could play Spain, Chile in the second round. Mm-hmm. They could play Uruguay or Colombia in the quarterfinals. That is, whew, that is no. That airs, the pressure on them. They haven't faced know, right? any pressure. 
for money. All these games you've been playing, these friendlies. Sure. Hey, Whatever. hey. Whatever. Put, on a, put on a show. Samba. They're going to be in the second half of one of these games in these knock, early knockout stages where they are up against it. It's 2-2. It's, they're down 2-1. Who is going to be able to do it? Is Neymar going to be able to do it? Hulk, who's coming off the bench? That's the thing. They're gonna, there's so much pressure on them. Very exciting. It's great. It's going to be fantastic. It's uh, a great event. And it's on the worldwide leader this year, correct? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you, Jason Wormser of Great. Fox great to be Sports. back. Can I, can I come back during the season? Yeah, sure. We just couldn't work it we, out last we, year. We may not be here. Oh. But you may. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Here. Oh, okay. Am I, supposed, am I supposed to read between the lines? Am I, is GB taking your job? Uh, no. Uh, JB? Yeah. Taking my job? I don't know what's going on. You got it. You're on. You're on. There's like 16 people on. I don't from know. 6 to 7.30. There's no, 7.30 no. to 8.30. James Brown, and it's James Brown, and Dion and Bill Cowher on Thursday Night Football. Hello Friends with Phil calling Hello, games. That's what's happening, are yeah. They doing, are they doing like... Like, don't you guys have like Oakland and like Cleveland? And what do you mean? No, Nance and Sims do all sixteen. Oh, there's some. There's some. Nance and Sims do all. No, there, there's most some, of the. I, I gotta be honest. Dogs, with you. There's hey, some dogs, man. There's some dog games. Worm, there. worm. I have been here eight years doing Thursday night football. This is the best Thursday night football schedule we've well, ever had. Well, the first half is yeah. The second half's pretty good too. And you where's can't, J- you where's can't JFF? Say on, JFF yeah. is taking on who in the second Browns, half? Browns, Bengals. Yeah, but you can't say on June fourth which games are going to be dogs. Yeah, like, remember that a couple of years ago we had we had that. oh we had a week sixteen game, Colts, Texans. We circled it absolutely going to be for the AFC South championship. Instead, it was one week after Dan Orlovsky won game one of the season for the Colts against TJ Yates. For a Texans team that had already wrapped up How the about? division, and you know what, the game ended with Reggie Wayne catching a game winner to beat the Texans for a second consecutive win in a row almost for the Suck the Luck crew. Yeah, almost cost them. Oh luck. my God, it was it was intense. Going into it, we're like, "Are you kidding me? We got to fly all the way out there for this?" <laughs> and it turned out to be great. Jim Irsay came on the set beforehand and was talking about Peyton's future, Luck being number one overall pick if they uh, lose out. Oh, it was great. You never know some of these games. But no, uh, my uh, uh, the, the James Brown has has Thursday night football uh, with Bill with Bill Cowher and Dion. Yeah, the question is right. The the, the for the guy at home, it's like, yes. how are we watching the game? Am I watching it on the eye? Or well, am I watching it on the shield? Well, you can watch every game on on, on the, the shield. shield. Only the first eight. I understand. Am I watching on the eye or am I watching on the shield? I don't know. Either way. So like, the shield, what's the... either way, the shield's getting out there. Oh, there's no I, – I got it. I and think, at some point, Nance, where you expect him to tell you what's coming up on uh, the next episode of Two Broke Girls, is going right. to tell you what's coming up on, you know, Friday, football Friday, life. Friday, Friday. Hey, join <laughs> ba- Brian Baldinger on the Friday night edition of Playbook. <laughs> Tomorrow on NFL AM, dancing with yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hear that from Nance oh, and Sims, brother. That's right. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. On an all-new episode it's of be Football Life. Mark Kriegel's going to talk to the wall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then on Two Broke Girls. Oh, yeah, that's Two right. Broke Girls. Funny show. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, that was from uh, the Saturday, Saturday Night Live yeah, yeah. send-up. Funny, funny show. Of, Two Broke Girls. Of the Super Bowl coverage from uh, James Brown and the crew. <laughs> I, the, but there's when nothing. the lights went out. Nothing, will get me, nothing gets me going more than the rest of the soul. Pat Summerall. Oh, when he, first year, when he did the Fox. When he did the Fox. When he did. House of Buggin'. House of Buggin'. <laughs> 
<laughs> I absolutely I don't know. fell oh, on the floor. New house of bugging in twenty one Jump Street. street. <laughs> <laughs> and, the Fox and man was like, boom. <laughs> well, no. uh, when he was on CBS, Summerall, oh. Summerall would murder. She wrote. He would pronounce the comma in murder. Oh, she wrote absolutely by pausing. Yes, on murder. <laughs> she wrote. Tom yeah. Bosley guest stars on an all new murder. She wrote. <laughs> And then, oh, and, yeah. and, and then he's like, oh, watch Charles Haley fly off the edge here. Boom. <laughs> right? He wouldn't even recognize way, it. I've told the Manhattan story on this show, have I not? Can I tell you a Have I not told that story? Wait. Can I? What's the what's the 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 Summerall Manhattan story? I've never told that I story. I have not heard that oh, story. I'll, I'll finish up with this because this is long enough. Did you want, do you want to hear my crazy 2010 South Africa story? Not really. You sure? <laughs> it's yeah. a famous person. It's a worldwide famous person. Who is it? Um, he's a man of the cloth that I had a that I had a meeting with. Desmond Tutu. Yes. Worm and Desmond Tutu. Yes. You want the the the, 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 the bridge version of it? Please. I'm flying home, flying back. I'm spending five was days. There a dog on the plane. I was just five. No. <laughs> Poor Worm has no idea what all these. <laughs> there are five. <laughs> if there's only one person in this world who's been shuttered from this, it's probably Worm. I'm coming back from the watching the quarters and the semis in Cape Town, spending five days in Cape Town, which is, by the way, one of the world's great cities. I'm sure. It is absolutely. I in can't the wait to go visit. Oh, it's day. unbelievable. Anyway, I'm on a plane yes. that I can't fly direct to Johannesburg because it's too much money. I mean, it's like it's prohibitive. So I'm taking like a little puddle jumper to a small town called East London, mm -hmm. and then take another plane to Johannesburg. So I'm in my seat, ready to go. All of a sudden, I go, I hear it, excuse me? I look up, and I go, oh, he goes, are you in 10B? I go, yes, Archbishop Tutu, I'm in 10B. He was in 10A? You said Archbishop Tutu? Yes. And he goes, hmm, but you know what? Is the seat next to you open? I go, yes, it is. I'll, I'll move over. Oh, no, I love the window seat. So he comes in and sits down. <laughs> this discussion. So if he he's sits sitting down. in the window seat, he'll never use a lavatory. He'll right? never. That's the what Chris I'm saying. Brockman rule. Absolutely. Okay. Who he's, knew this would be so full circle? He's, he's what in a the seat. dumbass show this is. He's in a seat. And I go, and I gotta, we were talking for a little bit. <laughs> the dog so tutu'd on my plane. He's like, we were talking for a bit. Nice. He goes, what are you doing? I go, I work for American Television. <laughs> I'm here. I was watching the World Cup. What do you think of the World Cup? Oh, World Cup has been spectacular. Blah. You know, just small talk. So what happened? He, and I go, and I went to him, like, just before we, we took off, I go, excuse me, Archbishop, do you mind if I look at your boarding pass? Just to make sure, like, oh, we're in the same, you know, there might have been a mistake. You might be in the part, front of the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure, gives me his. He goes. His says Port Elizabeth, not Port. Not not. He's on East the wrong line. plane. He's on the wrong <laughs> plane. His guy dropped him off because you. It's not like a gate like we had. Hey, you go to gate forty one. You walk through that little that tunnel. He's right. on the wrong they plane. They take you a bus because so it's a jumper. Did you tell so, him? Did you I go, hit the call button? And I go. You're on the wrong plane. So I got the attention of the you know of of the flight attendants. I go. Desmond Tutu, you know Archbishop Tutu is on the wrong plane. You may want to not leave. <laughs> So he gets up, and he's in, he's, oh, no. He's like, he's just scrambling yeah. to get off the plane. He's running off the plane. I go, Archbishop, Archbishop, you, you left your book. He has this black book, you know, uh -oh. like, oh, like yeah. a calendar. Okay. And I'm thinking His about. file of facts, the 2-2 file of facts. Like, like, like think Sheen, about what's in this black book. Mm. Presidents. Yes. Foreign leaders. Sure. Pope. Mandela. You know, you know, Bob the pizza guy. Who knows what's right. in this yeah. Like, I was like, I need to kind of... Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I didn't do that. Oh. But I handed it to him. 
So and he thanked me. He blessed the plane. He did. He blessed everybody in the plane for good health and yes. safety and all yes. that. Amazing. And off he went. Off he went. That's a great story. That is a great story. <laughs> and then I sat next to like a, like an eight year old who was. <laughs> With her friend who was in the next row, she was ten, and they were yapping the whole about. And they took a giant sh in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> was it Shotzi? Yes, Shotzi. The that, that's what Law flew with this past week. What? Yeah, yeah. just, just yeah. whenever you, yeah, just whenever, listen to the first hour you, of this podcast. Shotzi the dog. Whenever you leave on the plane with a Chris Law, just oh, Google yes. details in two minutes, everybody. Seriously, Google his name. Google. Uh, that's it. Google what? Isn't it? Uh, what? Google your name? Google yes. dog poops on plane or Dude. my name. Dude. Either or. What? Just Lo- I got my, a dog Desmond tutued all over my flight. <laughs> it was insane. Nice. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you? But why are you? We can't. We, here's, here, there's many questions. They're all answered at the first portion of this podcast when you listen back. I mean, Inside Edition. Adam Kroller. Pete, read Peter King's Monday Morning Quarterback. Now I'm going to tell the story. I, I guess that I've got. Too. I got to tell right, this story sorry. since I already set it up, and then we'll be done. Sorry. Since we're approaching two hours, aren't we? Yeah, we're about. An hour 40. Uh, when I did the U.S. Open on CBS um, back in 2003, 4, and 5, that was on the back end of my honeymoon when my agent called me to say that CBS had called him asking if I'd be interested in uh, in hosting the late-night highlight show on CBS. U- U.S. Open tennis? Yes. Tennis. Uh-huh. just want to make sure. And uh, I'm, I'm in. I mean, a New Yorker, I mean, that's the ultimate event. With all due respect to the Stanley Cup that the Rangers are in against the Kings, any New York, there is one quintessential New York event, and outside of the you know you can mention the Big East tournament, but yeah. for sure it's, it's, a, it's a fun event. I'm in. I'm in. One hundred percent. So I'm um, I'm covering it, and I get to call uh, out of uh, I call matches in the grandstand the weekend of Labor Day, so I have to call a tennis match on CBS. I got the blazer and everything. Love and life. This is great. So, um, the producer who gets in your ear for, for a long time tennis producer named Bob Monsbach, great guy. One of the, they're all great people at CBS. Great. I love working with them. So, he told me essentially a couple of things shut up during points, do not talk over. And I'm like, listen, I, I've watched tennis my whole life. <laughs> right. You know, my parents would only let us watch TV on the black and white television that they would wheel into the kitchen. Only only watch television during uh, dinner once a year. And that was during the uh, U.S. Open final. They would wheel the television and I would watch McEnroe and, and Connors and Borg go at it on the black and white TV Wendell. in the Staten Island kitchen. Max, Max right? anyway, so I'm like, I know it. Don't talk between points. Every now and then you got to set up, you know, your analyst you know, in the proper way. Be quiet for your analyst. And always read the copy on the cards we give you for the sponsors. And I'm like, that's basic stuff. And Easy. he goes, look at me. Do it. Because it hasn't always happened that way here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he told me the story that Summerall, who would do the matches... For the blimp shot, the Goodyear blimp would be showing you the skyline of New York City. And instead of reading the entire copy of the Goodyear blimp that's above New York, they have to read it. He would just look at the copy and look at the screen and just go, Manhattan. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) And they'd be like, read the copy. (laughs) Pat, read the copy. So he wouldn't mention the sponsor. Next time. 
they show the beautiful shot because they have to make up for it. They show the beautiful shot. There it is, the skyline. There it is again. Pause. Manhattan. <laughs> how many, sure how enough, many Manhattans had he had at this that point? That was the part question. of the story that I'm trying to avoid, but apparently there were. <laughs> he was also hanging out with his friend Rob Roy. <laughs> Okay. He had his dog. He had his dog, the Greyhound, with him. Indeed. Just out there. <laughs> so it's now time for me to do the match, and sure enough, it's time for the blimp shot. And they hand me the card and the Goodyear blimp and everything, and they show the shot on the screen. It's the skyline of New York City, and I go, Manhattan. <laughs> and Bob Monsbach from the truck gets in my ear. Read the. F- Card. <laughs> I told you to read the fucking card. Read it. Did you read it? Yeah, of course I did. He just did Manhattan first, but he jumped the gun because he was so paranoid. <laughs> I love it. We I just love started it. working together. Oh, that is so fucking crazy. But how, could, <laughs> how could I not, given the opportunity, do it? Oh. And of all the shots, they could have shown the tennis center. They could have shown JFK. Right. They could have shown anything. The island. The same shot. See, it doesn't sleep. Oh. Wow. That's good. So anytime good. I go, Manhattan. Manhattan. Anytime I see oh. any of those shots, forever, I'm like, in my head, I'm going, Manhattan. Oh, that's, that's funny. That, that is, is so it. funny. All right, Worm, thank you, sir. It was fun. Uh, is there anything oh. you want to promote, any of your shows that you're, you're doing? What do, you, um, what do we got? Uh, we have the golf next week. Okay. You can see Joe and, and uh, Greg on... Fox Sports Live. Oh, great! He'll be doing. They'll be doing oh, Wednesday to Sunday. Right. You know, they'll be doing a wrap up of every every day's, you know, all, all five okay. days of the tournament. Very good. Um, and then we have this thing called the Guinness Cup. Uh huh. Big international soccer tournament. Big teams: Real Madrid and Barcelona. Uh, Real Madrid and uh, the Milan clubs and Manchester United are playing at the Big House. We've got a game on August the second. Awesome. In the Big House. Have you? When was the last time you were there? Oh, my God. It's got to be 20-something It's totally redone. I went there a couple weeks ago. It looks incredible. Okay. Big house. We'll set a U.S. record for most human beings at a soccer match. Isn't that great? We've already sold 100,000 tickets. Wow. Who's in it again? Real Madrid v. Manchester United. Oh, my Lord. On your local Fox station at 4 Eastern time. Nice. Blimp's showing up. It's going to be great. And Arbor. (laughs) And Arbor. (laughs) What's the deli there I want to go to? Zingerman's. Zingerman's Deli provided the provisions. <laughs> no doubt. And we, our, uh, so Gus is in the, on the call? Uh, Gus will not. I don't think he'll be calling oh, that game. But God. Gus is going to be doing a lot. A lot. I know. He'll be doing a lot. We'll leave it there. Rise and fire! At Ronaldo! Your, at Worms 66. <laughs> Underscores. Underscore 66 on Twitter. Ronaldo! Uh is there an international shout-out, or has this entire show been an international shout-out? I, I do have one. What do you got? Arvid Gantier, with Ooh, an underscore in there, says, I joined Twitter just to get an international shout-out. Yeah. He never misses a podcast. Greets from Belgium, and go Pats. Thanks, Arvid. Oh, they got a good team, man. Belgium has got a good, good team. That's, That's a, a dark people, horse, A then? lot of people think they can do some damage, but they've All never right. been in it. This, this group of guys have never been in a, in a situation like this. Well... Really good team. They all, half the team plays in, in England. <laughs> that's no. Uh, that's no Belgian waffling there. Thank no. you so much. <laughs> Tip your waitress. <laughs>
Please try the hand. It's and kosher. Chris Law, the man of dog <laughs> shit flight 598. We set a record for bleeps on this one. Oh, uh, yeah. this, yes, we did. This get, we did edit it down? Oh, no, it's well, not. Then we can edit it what? down. I, I bleep mm-hmm. it out, but we don't edit anything out. Oh, yeah. no, so the bleeps are out. No, the bleeps are in. Oh, the bleeps are in. But they're bleeps. But they're bleeps. Uh, yeah, definitely a new record today. Oh. I'm sure I'll get some tweets about a couple of slipping by the goalie. Yeah, the one that he's, uh, oh, he, this is the king of the, the bleep five hole. <laughs> Look. Seriously, she just, she it's, it's inevitable every week the tweet comes with you missed one. Like I was telling a story. Law I was trying one. to keep up on he news. Is, he has stuff. got he has got a major five hole when it comes to the. Oh, leagues. really? Oh, yeah. So he's not playing. He's not playing the Stanley Cup finals. He is not. No, he was bounced a few Look, rounds. As ago. I told John, you guys, Jonathan Quick, Wah, Brodeur, all the good ones. A couple get by. Bernie I'm Perrant, nine seventy eight safe percentage over here. <laughs> Lester Patrick, good job at Chris Law. Thank you, Rich. Again, uh, very well handled. Part <laughs> of the reason why this went viral is not only because of the, all the, the the touchstones of stories you 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 were you you reported it wonderfully. When uh, you life used gives your you social lemons, media, Rich, yes, you, you tweet about them, and you tweet about them from thirty five thousand feet up. Out of boy, out of boy, the Edward R. Murrow of dog thing. Yes, at fifty thousand feet. <laughs> That's one more that almost got by. Chris Law. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Is the show over yet. The very <laughs> special edition of At the Eisen Podcast. I'm at Rich Eisen. Peace out. Stay listening, friends.